What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Junkie Experience Podcast, where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment. I am your host, Elle. With me is with, is my co-host, Youngin. And you know how we're going to get it started. Today, we're going to talk about all this entertainment news that's been going on. We are going to hit you with a couple of reviews. Well, we're going to hit you with one review. We're going to talk about this new J. Cole single, Interlude, that he just dropped a couple days ago. And we're going to break down, well, Youngin is going to break down the new phase four of the upcoming Marvel movies that will be coming out pretty soon. I'm going to hit you with the unpopular opinion where we talk about rich versus poor. And we're going to wrap up the show with our junkie flashback of the week. So, Youngin, you know how we get this thing started. How was your week, man? Uh, my week was great. I ended up going to a uh, dispensary. Man, when was that? Sunday, Monday, something like that. Mm-hmm. You sound like you still high. I'm high right now. <laughs> I'm feeling real good. I, uh, I got like some um, TAC uh, oil. Okay. You connect it to the vape pen. And then you heat the oil and you smoke that, and it's pure THC. Wow. So I got that. That one doesn't smell like anything. Like, I could smoke that in my crib and nobody know I'm smoking. I'm just mm-hmm. going to the bathroom or something because mm-hmm. it's just straight vapors. Now, you could smell it. Uh, it's not as strong as it would be if you were smoking regular bud. But, okay. Uh, it's, it's noticeable by you when you're smoking, but nobody else knows what the fuck is going on. So that's that's pretty cool about it. Um, I know they say, you know, shit about vapors being bad for you, but I'm just, you know, that's 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 a good thing about that shit. You ain't got to worry about going to take no shower because you don't want to smell like weed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, and, well. And then, uh, I got the bud. I got some, um, see, I ain't even know you, you, you don't have to roll no more. They got, like, little cones for you to pack the weed in. Okay. Yeah, they done invented some all kind of shit since the last time I smoked. I was in that bitch like it was Toys R Us. Like, what the fuck? I'm asking Buddy all kind of questions. What's that? What the fuck that do? Why y'all do that? Mm-hmm. I was in there for a minute talking. I wasn't even doing shit. I'm trying to trying to figure out what they got going on, huh? Yeah, I ain't I ain't get it. <laughs> all this new <laughs> shit, I didn't understand. Yeah, I thought you just rolled it or you smoked it in the pipe. Now niggas can. Just put it in there after they got bought a grinder. You put the weed at the top, you grind it up like a little handheld blender, and dump that shit back out, and it's just no kind of sticky buzz, nothing. Like no hassle. Them bitches just right there for you, like some oregano or some shit. That shit, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that shit blowing my mind. So do you okay, so you smoke and you um you do the edibles too, right? Don't you do edibles? Yeah, I did so my introduction back in again high was the edibles yeah okay and i was okay. scared as fuck because i had heard some horror stories but you know i'm a big nigga so <laughs> yeah yeah i seen some crazy stuff on uh from people that were on edibles or whatever like i've never done it before i mean i just never had the desire to do it but right. i've seen like some crazy stuff but um okay so i was talking to one of my homeboys yesterday mm-hmm. and he had just made it back to atlanta he was in in um he lives in Baltimore, but he um he was in Atlanta. And he was telling me he was on his way to his weed man, right? And so we were just talking about it. 
And he said that um, I asked him about the edibles. And he was like, nah. He was like, I never tried the edibles. He said, well, he, he didn't say he, he never tried them. He just said that when he tried them, that the edibles gave him a different type of high. Like it was a different feeling. Mm-hmm. So what do you what do you think about that? I mean, did, did you feel that too? Is it di- like a different high than smoking? I don't think it's a different high. I think it's a weaker high. Okay. Some people, see, I don't know what it is. Some people say it's too much. Mm-hmm. But like now, okay, I'm not smoking the bud, so I could be wrong because this is supposed to be wax, and wax is supposed to be strong as shit. So maybe my shit I got is just super strong, but I'm higher smoking this shit than I am eating edible. And I don't have like the hundred milligram bags or the five hundred milligram bags. I don't have and the seven hundred. I don't have all three. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. just think this is a this is just a stronger high. I think it lasts longer too. Okay. It's instant. Okay. It's instant edibles are supposed to, for the most part, when you see them, it'll say like, you know, give them between fifteen minutes and two hours for it to be able to take effect. Um, usually doesn't take that much time for me because you know I fast, so I usually don't. You know, you having stuff on your stomach factors in all of that shit too. But I, I usually don't have anything on my stomach, so. Um, okay. the edibles it, it's not instant it's definitely not instant like smoking but I mean relatively between 20 minutes I'm usually good you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. feeling the effects even if I'm not feeling all of them yeah so that's the downside of edibles but I think edibles is a safer bet for somebody who don't want to smoke yeah 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 cause I asked him I say, well was, is it a is it a weaker high is it a you know is it just doesn't make you feel like the smoking does he's like it's just like he said he couldn't describe he said it's just different it just makes you feel totally different so i guess that's him yeah i don't think yeah i don't think it's there but you you got to remember too i haven't smoked consistently in years like Mm -hmm. 10 12 years Mm -hmm. Um, shit probably longer than that i've smoked but it's been like you know old job you can motherfuckers randomly piss testing you every wednesday so that made me stop instantly. I was smoking when I first got the coke. Uh, and I'll never forget this shit. Um, we was going to see Iron Man. I think Iron Man came out like May 8th or some shit. Okay. We was going to see Iron Man. And me and my boy. And I want to say my brother smoked too. Was he old enough then? I don't think so. I don't let my brother do shit I be doing. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh we smoked, we got high, we went to go see Iron Man, and I remember Monday morning I got into work, and uh, I ain't gonna say no names, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna call him Bitfella so you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. So Bitfella came down to uh, uh, assembly and was like, you next? And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, wow. <laughs> like, I ain't even know, but look though, so we get up there, Mm-hmm. And the, the fucking doctor had to get out of there, and uh, they they shut. Something happened, and they shut the little whole shit down. Damn, like you he were saved. No nurses that day, and I was saved. And that shit ain't come back around for me for like two years. Wow. I think we was U.S. security by the time I did it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Like, what the fuck? Like, somebody was looking out for my ass. But yeah. That's wow, man. That's wow. Uh, but yeah, speaking of somebody looking out for you, I need you to look out and I need you to get started on this snowfall. 
I never thought that I would be hyping this show as much as I am. And I'm so mad because I'm not watching it with you. Like, I want to watch it with you. Like, I want to see what you, you know, I kind of feel like who, who your favorite character is going to be. But I'm not going to say nothing because it may give it away or whatever. But I'm telling you, Youngie, you need to get on this snowfall. Like, let me tell y'all, folks. Y'all need to harass him on all social media networks. Smackavelli. Get him. Make make him tell him how important it is for him to watch Snowfall. I really, I'm serious though. I want you to watch it before season five comes out. Like you got to go through the whole thing before season when five comes out. I don't even know when it's coming five out. Season five is the newest season, or it's season be the, four is the one. Season four is the last season. Season is that five the one that is just dropped. Season four is what's the, yeah right now like. Season four, okay. yeah, is the last one that they did. And I want to say they were filming five. And, you know, with the COVID and everything, uh, it, it probably got halted or whatever. But I'm waiting on season five. Like, season five, uh, I'm ready. I am so ready. The evolution. I think I think that should help. Five is not. Yeah, five ain't come out yet. Oh, I'm on the forums now. We, we talking about it heavy. We ready to see, like, what happens uh, <laughs> on five. So, yeah, so... Wait a minute. Yeah, it's season five. Yeah, I just finished season four. But um, I'm telling you, amazingness. Get on it. Amazingness. I cannot wait to see what you what you're gonna I say about it. <laughs> uh, I was talking to one of my other friends about it. She was telling me that her friends were t- was telling her to go ahead and get it started, like watch it. And she was like, well, I can't watch it in the middle of a season. I'm like, girl, Hulu. Just go to Hulu. Hulu got it. Every every season. Yes, I'm telling you, it's it's just it's just a great show, and I'm so upset that it just didn't get it's not getting the the accolades that it should get because when I tell you they put in work from the writing, the writing to the performances and everything. Um, yeah, we're gonna talk about it. We definitely gonna talk about it when you when you start watching. Um, and I wanted to talk about so my week has been kind of crazy. Let me tell you what happened to me yesterday. So I had to take my mom in to have a procedure done, right? So they wouldn't let me come in. They Well, they let me come in and, you know, kind of get her started and stuff. And then uh, they told me that, you know, due to COVID and all that stuff, they wanted me to, if I wasn't a patient, I had to, you know, go wait in the car or whatever. So I'm thinking the procedure going to be about 20, 30 minutes or whatever. Man, when I tell you this junk took like two hours, two hours. So I'm sitting there waiting on her to get done or whatever. I'm hungry than a mug because I had went to the gym and you know worked out and stuff so I'm I'm like starving and nowhere near my house so anyway <laughs> um, so up the street from where I was they are doing a full remodel on Chick-fil-a so with them doing a full remodel on Chick-fil-a it's closed like it's just closed down and I don't do too many fast food places. Like, I hadn't done fast food um, as far as, like, McDonald's or Burger King or places like that in years. You hear me? Like, years. So, I was just like, man, this McDonald's on here. Let me let me check my, um, I, I was checking the phone, you know, looking on the site and stuff, seeing what, what healthy choices I could choose or whatever. <laughs> so, I rolled up to McDonald's, right? I pulled through the drive-thru. I asked this dude to give me a parfait. I was like, um, can I get a yoga parfait? He was like, ma'am, we, we don't sell parfaits anymore. He was like, um, McDonald's don't, don't make parfaits anymore. I'm like, when did y'all stop? He was like, oh, we, we stopped a few years ago. I was Man. like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, what am I going to do? So I'm telling you, I just had to get out the line and 
Because, I mean, I couldn't get anything else. There was nothing else for me to get. He was like, we don't do parfaits. We don't do salads anymore. We don't do any of that. And I was just, I was disgusted. So, I had to go back and sit there and wait. <laughs> and just run home and get me something to eat real quick. But, you know, that's crazy. Like, you, I hadn't been to that, to a fast food place in about a good... When I say fast food, I'm talking about like McDonald's and, you know, all those places. I haven't been there probably in a good, mm, seven or eight years, maybe. And I was desperate yesterday. I was just, I was desperate. But I did not know that they didn't, they didn't sell parfaits anymore. I'm like, what happened? Nobody was buying them? Damn. But, um, oh, and another thing that's going on right now is this Dogecoin. Like, if you guys are into cryptocurrency and you put you a little money in Dogecoin, you see your little money running up. Like, it's been running this entire week. I mean, it fluctuates, of course. It goes up and it goes down, but it's not going down to the point where it was. Because um, when I got in on Doge, it was a prob- it was probably about $0.04. Cents. Like, $0.04 cents per coin, per share, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I was just, you know, just sitting and in- waiting or whatever. You know, I didn't put too much... I put money into it, uh, but not, you know, like crazy amounts or whatever. But I put a nice little chunk into it, you know, because I wanted to see what it was going to do. And really, it was the only cryptocurrency that I mean, because I, shit, I can't get into Bitcoin at this point. Shoot, it's 50, what, $56,000 a coin right now? So um, I said, well, I'm going to see what this Doge talking about. So I got, you know, did my little research or whatever, got in on it. um, And, you know, just let my money sit for a while. All of a sudden, like probably about a month or so ago, those those start running. Like it started running, and um, Elon Musk, uh, CEO of Tesla, started tweeting about it. People started, you know, buying into it, and it's 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 going up. I mean, it's just going up, up, up. So we we gonna see what it's gonna do. It's crazy how it started out as a joke, and now <laughs> the joke is on everybody else. Because I mean, even just looking at CNBC, MSNBC. Um, listening to the, the analysts talk about it and they even like when I first put my money in I was listening to the analysts and they were saying oh you know you stupid for putting your money in the doge you, you know you're not gonna ever get a return it's a joke ha 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 and now the joke is kind of on them because I was reading this article yesterday where this guy put in um, some money I think he put in a couple of thousands or whatever and when I tell you he's he's a millionaire now like he is a millionaire so i'm like wow it's just it's crazy and then tonight so everybody in the forums are talking about (laughs) how they think doge is gonna run up to a dollar tonight because elon musk is hosting saturday night live tonight um well when we're recording this because we're recording this like saturday afternoon so it is gonna be crazy to see it but i mean it's it's not unheard of for cryptocurrency to run up really quickly yeah, so um, it's supposed to be going up to hit a dollar tonight. That's what people think. I mean, that's just speculation. We don't know what it's going to do. It's already starting to fluctuate now. So we'll see what happens. I think it's sitting at 65 cents right now, if I'm not mistaken. So we will see what happens. So, um, Youngin, you going to get in on that Doge, that little Doge run? Man, I I really missed my, my opportunity mm-hmm. window I would have liked in the beginning. Um, when you first said something to me, I was just trying to get a, I don't know, maybe a substantial amount together so it could impact the way I wanted to impact, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I, man, look, 
I be doing other shit, and there's a lot of kids in here, bro. I don't be remembering anything. <laughs> so I missed out on that opportunity. The first time you said something, it wasn't even at a penny yet. Yeah. The next time you said something, it was at two cent. The next time you said something, that bitch was at fifty two. <laughs> Like, bro, <laughs> and now you talking about that bitch might go into it like it's over. It's over. No, it ain't over because just think no, about it though. Okay, so check this out: Ethereum, which is another cryptocurrency. So it let. Okay, so in during the pandemic, so when the pandemic first hit, one. yeah, when when the pandemic first hit last year, Ethereum was sitting at a hundred dollars, like a hundred a share, mm-hmm. whatever. Everybody was like, oh, you know, this is too high, whatever. You know, some people were saying that. And some folks got into it. They was like, okay, $100. I'm going to see what it's going to do now. Ethereum is sitting at almost $3,000 a share right now. $3,000 a coin. So just think, even if you get into Doge at a dollar, and then next year it's sitting at $350. Right, man, right, you right. you a millionaire. Sure. Yeah, sure. you sure. yeah, you straight. You straight. So, yeah, I'm For just sure. like, yeah, this is my first time really playing in it. Um, you know, a lot of people got into stocks and stuff during the pandemic. So, um, and that's kind of where I learned a lot about them, listening to like Wall Street Trapper and, you know, Earn Your Leisure, the dudes from Earn Your Leisure or whatever. So I kind of got into it like that. And I love Trapper because I like the way he breaks things down as far as like, you know, he makes it, he simplifies it so that the everyday person can understand what's going on with it. So I, I definitely enjoy his take on a lot of different things, especially when it comes to like finances and, you know, Earn Your Leisure. He was just on, well, Trapper was just on, um, a show that I definitely don't watch, um, but I watched it because he was on there on um, The Breakfast Club, and <laughs> he was on there talking about his journey and you know how he learned about stocks while he was serving time in prison and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, I, you know I would definitely. His name is Trapper. Well, yeah. Well, he called it, calls himself Wall Street Trapper. Oh, yeah. I watched some of that. I watched some yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. He was on yeah. a few shows that week too. Yeah. yeah, that nigga is very knowledgeable on this. He taught himself how to do this, you know. And like I said, he's just been running with it. So I, you know, I'm I'm proud of him. I, you know, before people really knew about him like that, I was kind of following him, especially like last year. So yeah, that's that's where we at on that. But so I want to see what's gonna happen with this stuff. Uh, yeah, and I'll be watching that little Elon Musk. Uh, I want to see what he's gonna do tonight on Saturday Night Live. You think it's gonna be straight, young, and you think he gonna he gonna tr- do something? I'm gonna try to <laughs> I'm gonna try to remember. I, I just I think he got the chops to be able to pull it off. Whether or not he gonna pull it off, I don't know. But yeah. I just know like if he do good, it's gonna be hilarious, and if he bomb, it's gonna be fucking hilarious. Like it's, it's good, <laughs> either way, it's gonna be hilarious. Show. A good it's time. It's gonna be a good fucking show, bro. <laughs> I just think it is. <laughs> oh lord there All is right. no middle there oh no yeah middle. it's no middle yeah either way yeah. it's gonna be funny it's, yeah to yeah, us it's, it's gonna be something we gonna talk about regardless yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying like it's gonna be a good fucking show bro yeah yeah alright y'all so now it is time to jump into this junkie entertainment news and first up on the roster we have Miss Gabourey Sidibay so, Gabby Sidibay, um, who you guys know from, you know, she was the star in Precious, and she also went on to do um, Empire and um, American Horror Story. So, we all know the big, Gabby Sidibay. The Sidibay. big girl? 
Yes, the the yeah, the big one, Ella, big personality hey, and everything. Hey, yeah, she is fucking hilarious. Yeah, she Go is. Ahead. Their personality is, is on point. Yes, yeah, I love yes. I love her personality, man. She is funny as shit. Yeah, I love Real her. Talk. Um, so you know, like I was saying, the Academy Award nominated actress has decided to take a seat in the director's chair for her upcoming feature film, mm. Pale Horse. So the name of the movie is Pale Horse is going to tell a fictional story of a famous author by the name of Naya, who's also a, rec- a recluse and suffers from multiple sclerosis. Um, so that's how that's the plot. So when Naya decides to provide shelter to a man who claims that he's escaped captivity along with her brother, who has been missing for years, she finds herself caught up in a hellish mystery. So yeah, Gabby is not going to be playing that character, but she is going to be sitting in the director's chair on that one so i'm i mean that sounds like a like a good um a good little psychological i guess you call it like a psychological thriller right uh yeah yeah so um this is her this will be her first time and um the producers that are helping her like um, um a couple of the producers from um netflix is dear white people and hulu's the united states versus billy holiday um is going to produce on behalf of game changer films so this this film company so um, what i'm a, what um i read was that game changers is like a film company or film studio that's kind of dedicated to empowering women um in the lgbt community and everything like that you know making movies um even on um, people with disabilities and things like that so um yeah i'm i'm excited to see what she's gonna do with this you know i'm, I'm pretty sure that's stressful to for this to be like the first time that you're directing because i don't think she's ever directed i mean i wouldn't know i don't think she's ever directed on empire or anything she may have directed a couple episodes i don't know you know usually they they'll do something like that let their um let the stars of the show kind of take a shot at directing an episode or two so maybe that's how she got into it yeah but that's that's definitely interesting all right so um from the good news to the kind of ratchet news right here we're gonna talk about birdman real quick so 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 birdman recently um so birdman who is the co-founder of cash money records i mean you guys everybody should know birdman from wayne and birdman but anyway he sat down for an interview with wallow from where's wallow which is a visual podcast and he you know just to discuss his journey in the music industry so during the interview, Birdman and Wallow jumped to the subject of how money is made from an artist's masters. Um, Birdman, who has been known for pushing shady deals on his artists for years, mm-hmm. he revealed that he makes anywhere from twenty to thirty million dollars a year off his current and former artist master recordings. That's crazy. Yeah. And people were saying, like, dude, you need to read the room. Like, why are you, you know, bragging about the money that you're making? Off of these people's music You know it was kind of like You had like mixed reviews Or mixed thoughts about What was being said or whatever We know that you know Cash Money has been sued um, By Turk um, And they were sued by Wayne right I think Wayne sued them About um, Mm -hmm. mishandling contracts And not paying him What what he felt he was deserved Or whatever And I know Turk um, has a uh, Turk, who was a part of you know the cat football, uh, the high boys, yeah, mm-hmm. he is um, in a current lawsuit with them or whatever. So, well, against them. So that's just that was crazy how he would just you know get on there and just say, oh, I'm making this much off of these masters. Now, people were saying like, okay, well, 
Cash Money Records financed these guys' careers. They financed the the you know uh, the way that they made music, or how do you say it? Like financed the actual recordings or whatever, like all the studio time and everything that was put into it. So, do they deserve to have the masters or have control of the masters? I mean, how do how do you feel about that, um, Young? And I know that you you know you you real deep into the music industry and stuff. So, what do you think about that? See, that's a hard one, right? Because mm-hmm. off off top, I think like yeah, like artists should be able to. I mean, I, they should be a part of the deal when they come to their masters. They, they're the ones who, who put the song together, the creativity behind the uh, mm-hmm. the money that's put behind them, right? Mm-hmm. But then when you think about it from a, a business aspect, same thing you just said. Like if you a business and you put all this money into this this person, because they ain't an artist yet, and then they just happen to blow, and all of that money that you put into them they came out with this body of work like ain't you just as much as a part of that shit as they are and you you, like you said you put up you put up all the money yeah yeah but I mean like okay so when you think about like these deals when they're actually being made what about the music company I mean you know people are gonna try to get whatever they can out of whatever but I'm just thinking like with the contracts like shouldn't it be something in there that says Okay, you get a percentage of your masters. Yeah, I think so. I think that's something mm-hmm. that should be negotiated for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I even think even if you are going to own the masters in the beginning, I think that either there should be like there should be a way where that artist is cut into that deal in the beginning. Whatever that is, they should have something of it. I mean, mm-hmm. you put up the money and they they made the they made the product. Yeah, yeah. So they should they should definitely get a part. But even if you don't do it like that and you keep it the way that it is now, most motherfucking artists don't even get the they gotta negotiate a deal to try to fucking uh buy their masters back. They gotta yeah. buy them bitches back. So I just think open up the opportunity for that shit to happen where you ain't gotta go and try to sue just to have the conversation about getting your fucking masters back. You should be able to just say, hey, I want my masters and it, you know, mm-hmm. start some shit up. Yeah. So did so we heard earlier this year, and I don't know the full details of this, but Wayne had obtained his masters and then he sold them for like a hundred million dollars. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, so did Baby give? Because I mean, most of Wayne's work has been on Cash Money Records. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Most of his work has been anywhere else. Okay, other than Young Cash Money and Young, Young, Young Money, which is yeah, the under it. under the Cash Money umbrella, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, so he ended up getting his masters. I guess maybe Baby gave them to him as a you know Christmas gift or something. But um, he got those and he sold them for like a hundred million. Now, you know, we know, you know, Wayne had probably all type of legal fees and things like that, legal things that he probably had to pay people and things like that. He needed that quick money. But I mean, I just don't think that was smart. Like selling them for a hundred million when baby is sitting up here saying, oh, Birdman, whatever we want to call him today. Um, he sits up here and says he makes 20 to 30 million a year. So, you know, in five years, heck, that's over a hundred million dollars right there. Right. Right? So, 
it's almost like he just signed everything away because I'm like, what what if you, you know you don't oh that's just I don't know. It's just crazy to me that that he would he would have sold him for that little little amount when he could have just generated way more money. I think over the years from having, you know, access to his masters and people using his I mean Wayne has some oh my God, some music that is going to just I mean, that are classic hits that, that people are going to want to use from years and years and years down the line. So I just don't understand why he would do that. But I guess, you know, desperate times cause for desperate measures. Maybe he was just desperate. I mean, we look at it now like over $100 million. That's a whole lot of money. But it's not a lot when it comes to, um, you know, you yeah, people that lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a lot when it comes to like keeping up their lifestyle and just thinking about the money that you could possibly make off of that the potential money that you can make off of that you know what i'm saying and what about like and more and also like last year i remember reading a story where mace was trying to buy back his masters from diddy and diddy wasn't having it he he's holding on to the masters but then again mace was signed to bad boy records at the time and bad boys probably funded you know pay for all the studio time and everything that Mace needed while he was actually recording music so yeah and I know Mace made a big you know big public statement about that that he didn't um that that Puffy wouldn't sell him his his masters yeah yeah now that's gonna be hard to get that type of shit back man that's why mm-hmm. you should at least cut the artist in even if it's gonna be like on 60 40 bullshit at least cut him in yeah, cut him in on something. Yeah. I mean, even if it's not 60-40, you know, if they're if the record label is supplying them the money to do it, yeah, like maybe you say, okay, well you get 20% of your of the masters from all of the music that you make with us. I mean, I think that'll be a nice chunk of change. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that that actually yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. That'd be a good idea. Yeah, I'm just like, man, I couldn't see myself doing somebody that dirty. You know they really helped me build up my 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 label because tell you the truth, if it wasn't for Wayne and Juvenile, where would Cash Money Records be? Nowhere. I mean, like I mean Wayne was touring all over the world when he was probably twenty five. He probably had toured all over the world, you know. And Juvenile was one of the best artists on there as well. I think he even said that um. He went on to say that 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 what was it, Soldier Rag or something? Has sold like ten million copies or whatnot. I'm just like, man, you just see, this is where you made your money. Like these guys was putting in work so you can live good like you are now. That's crazy to me. But um, moving on to more lawsuit trouble. So Ice Cube. So Ice Cube has filed a lawsuit against Robin Hood. The stock trading app, yeah, that's where I, I get all my I got all my Dogecoin stored on uh, Robinhood right now. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, so Ice Cube um, claims he has filed a lawsuit against the popular stock trading company. Um, in the lawsuit, he and his attorneys are accusing the company of misappropriating his likeness and misquoting his lyrics from his 1992 hit "Check Yourself" off of his Predator album. So. Back in March, Robin Hood posted a picture. It was um because they have like a little blog or whatever on the on the site. 
So they posted a picture of Ice Cube when he was in the movie, Are You There Yet? And under the post, the caption read, uh, correct yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> and they were talking about, um, you know, these tech stocks that were going down or whatever. That's what the, the it was in reference to. So Ice Cube and his people caught wind of that. They said that they did not authorize his likeness to be used. And they also didn't authorize the misquoting of his most famous lyrics to be used. Um, so that's where we are with that. Because he said, well, what Ice Cube's attorneys are saying is that it makes it look like Ice Cube is endorsing right. Robin Hood. Which he said he's right. not endorsing them. But Robin Hood came back and they were just like, look. They said this lawsuit is ridiculous. They say, um, so in their defense, the attorneys are claiming that they were not in violation when they posted the picture and, parod and parodied the song's lyrics. They say the song is 30 years old and the catchy lyrics have been used over and over again and they don't feel like they did anything wrong. And they don't think that this, this lawsuit holds any weight. So, they are currently battling it out in a San Francisco courtroom about you know what's the how, what, how this is gonna turn out so what's your take on that younger uh i mean you know we can we can I, take it back to the nike thing with um <laughs> yeah well that's what i was about to say i feel the same way about like what i said about um him using a shoe at the end of the day if he owns his masters right i'm assuming i'm not sure but he should though he yeah, yeah. he should so we're just gonna say yes Okay. He he owns the right to that music. Mm -hmm. He owns the right to his likeness. He he owns the right for all that shit. So if he don't want it done, that's it. It don't mm -hmm. matter if that shit fifty years old. It's his shit. Mm -hmm. It ain't that ain't y'all shit to do whatever the fuck y'all want to do. And it don't matter who did it for whatever time. If he deemed it okay then, but he don't now, he can do that shit. He own it. That's it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, nothing else. So let me ask you this though. So they didn't use the lyrics per se. They didn't use the the check yourself before you wreck yourself. They said right. correct yourself before you wreck yourself. Right. So they can they can argue and say, okay, well this was not these were not his lyrics. Right. And and see with that shit is like, all right, like that's a that's a good argument. That's that's a great argument. Mm -hmm. I think. I think though and I think it's like the same when it comes to like trademark okay even though it wasn't his lyrics per se everything about what they did remind you of the song so mm -hmm. in that way they still wrong yeah yeah that's like still in the idea pretty much I can't I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of the terminology, but I'm high, so I can't. Really <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's similar. You can't do that shit. Then they don't let you do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he I guess his attorneys feel like he has a case. It's a good argument. It's a good yeah. argument, though. It really um, is. But, yeah, Robin Hood say they're, they're laughing at this. So, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, and they posted a picture of him on a movie so with that he doesn't own the rights to that picture right i mean because it was it, i mean the studio would own that right oh well yeah shit he it ain't nothing he could do well i don't know it's him and then it's another actor on there too well, no, i mean but 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 the studio would own nah that even though it's him 
when you sign that contract, you you a part of that film. It, mm-hmm. Nah, I don't think that. Nah, it have to be the company that sues for that actual photo. The music is his, but the photo of him on uh, doing whatever movie that's not his anymore. Yeah, yeah, it was him um, and another actor that was in. Are we there yet? No, nah, um, the white guy that was on it. Yeah, yeah, that ain't his. Whoever owned that, whatever stuff, I don't remember what studio did that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, whoever owns that that movie, yeah, that's it. That's that's theirs. But he's yeah, saying that they're, but I mean that's still a part of the lawsuit because he's saying that they're using his likeness to promote Robin Hood. But I mean I don't think Robin Hood needs Ice Cube to promote uh, them. Like I mean why do no, they need get, him? Yeah, I get it, but I'm just saying like legally. Yeah, I guess so. It, it is his likeness, but not not in that movie. You signed a contract, nigga. You, you under contract mm-hmm. for that film that's theirs that ain't it don't matter what the fuck you doing on there if they say it's okay for the shit to be up it's a wrap it ain't nothing you ain't got no say so yeah sign on the dotted line bro that's it yeah because i mean and if i was robin hood i would have just snatched it down. i would just took it down i mean what what it wasn't like they were making money off of it either like why would it, okay i can see if it was something that they were making money off of why it's just a blog post on their their off. site, yeah. Robin Hood, what you think? Robin Hood, some young motherfuckers. They are the CEO is yeah. The CEO is young, uh, Vlad. Oh, with yeah. T- Tanev, yeah. He's um pretty yeah. young, maybe about thirty. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. see, yeah. I'm just I'm just gonna chop that up to pride and motherfucker like nah, fuck that. You old motherfucker. That's how I think. That's why I asked. <laughs> you feel me? Because like you said, yeah. it ain't doing nothing for y'all for real. With something clever. That y'all came up with that y'all think y'all thought was cool, no problem. Mm-hmm. But it's not generating any wealth for y'all. So no. it's no big deal if he upset about it, just take it down so you don't get the bad press. But mm-hmm. y'all motherfuckers, y'all petty. So <laughs> y'all going on with this lawsuit that uh, so, they probably gonna win for real. So let me ask you this though, if it's not generating any money for them, how can I mean Ice Cube couldn't get any, you know, money from it right he couldn't get is any money asking, from the lawsuit right i don't know he, what I he's asking he, for okay 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 i don't yeah, I was let me to say, see. i didn't hear i, I didn't don't know if he just want them to money. take it yeah i didn't i don't right. i didn't when i was researching this i didn't see anything about money but you know I, what would it be just oh y'all just take it down and be done yeah, you know yeah probably be done with it but i see that's what i'm saying they being petty because i wouldn't want that he like a old rap nigga so mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. fuck around and get a get a. He already gonna get a following behind him in the black community. Period. Um, yeah. Especially against y'all. Y'all ain't one of us. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, on top of that, like, I don't know, man. Just, it's not a big deal. Why not just let it go? Yeah. Just. Let that, yeah, I just say let it go, man. Um, I mean, do you go. think it was anything that Ice Cube should have been that upset about? I mean, I don't know about if they done did some shady shit in the past, or you know, okay. he was on his on his black shit, uh, especially when it came <laughs> to, um, yeah. What was he talking about? Was he talking about reparations? I don't remember, mm-hmm. but you know, he been he been on his on his shit, so maybe this is just off principle. Yeah, yeah, it could I, be. I don't know. He he, he's been. done shit in his career off principle, so I maybe this is one of those things where he like, nah, I'm not fucking with y'all because mm-hmm. he don't like the way you know 
motherfuckers doing in the black community. So I don't know. I don't like yeah. I, said, I don't know they I don't know they passed to be able to say. I'm just speculating at this point. Exactly. So um, speaking of black shit, let's move on to Warner Brothers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so Warner Brothers has announced that they are on the search for the first black Superman, <laughs> uh, but he will not be a part of the DC universe. All right. So earlier, what about two months ago? I think Warner Brothers Studios announced that they had hired award-winning author Ta-Nehisi Coates to pen the script for the upcoming Superman film. Um, and they're on the search for their new leading man. Um, so they want to give us a black Superman this time around. According to the rumor mill, Michael B. Jordan's name had been floating around, but when he was asked about it in a recent interview, he quickly denied being involved in the project. But I mean, that means nothing to me because y'all are denied, 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 and the next thing you know, you suited up. So I don't know. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll see. So um, yeah, and it's also been reported that the studio is on the search for a black director. For this um, this black Superman film, so some of the names that are swirling around are Stephen Capel Jr., who did um, Creed two, and he's um, supposed oh he's supposed to be doing the new Terminator movie too. Um, then we got Regina King, you know, who directed One Night in Miami. We got Shaka King, who directed Judas Whoa. and the Black Messiah. Whoa, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, go ahead. Regina Regina King. Did. Yeah, yeah, she directed on um, One Night in Miami. Mm-hmm. And that's the joint with, with Muhammad Ali. Yes, yes, Brown. yeah. See, now I gotta watch. You sh- All right, my bad. See, bro. you know Regina King is a gem. Like she is a total I love her, gem. Bro. I gotta watch yes. that. I didn't know that. I'd have been watched that shit. Yeah. Know she what the fuck? Yep. Mm-hmm. Say less. I'm watching that shit tonight. <laughs> and Shaka King, they looking at him too. Judas and the Black Messiah, and Barry mm. Jenkins from Moonlight. So they're looking at. So those are the names that are floating around as a black director for this project. So I don't I know. Out of all of those, yeah. So out of all of those directors, um, I mean. I don't know who I would even want to see do this as a as a director. I mean, Sha- I love Shaka King's work. I love the cinematography in Moonlight with Man. Barry Jenkins. Like, Man, it was beautiful. Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, that shit was, hey, that yeah, shit was, yeah. <laughs> that good, Goddamn. Exactly. I mean, it won Barry an Oscar for that one. So, Hell yeah. it's best film. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. I mean, they got some heavy hitters on here. And yeah. I don't know, Stephen Capel Jr. may be too much for him because I mean he is about to do the I, the new yeah. Terminator. I mean Terminator, yeah. the new Transformers. New yeah, Transformers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Now let's see how he do with that first. Mm-hmm. Well, you know he um he did Creed too. He directed Creed. I like too. Creed too. I like Creed yeah. too. Yeah. Um, I think it was very similar, but it was shot better with Ron Coogler. Hey, if he wasn't doing Black Panther, man, just put him on and then call it a wrap. You can send everybody else home. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, Ta-Nehisi Coates, um, who is going to be in charge of writing this script for this new Black Superman, um, he has also penned comics such as Black Panther and Captain America. Mm-hmm. And when he was asked about this project, he stated that he wanted to bring a different take to Superman. 
um it's it's been revealed like i said earlier that this one this superman coach's superman will not be a part of the dc universe he said he wants to take a different route he's still gonna be you know superman and kal-el or whatever but he's not gonna be a part of the the dc universe and uh, while i was doing my research i did hear that we do have a black superman what was his name is it calvin something like in another um another another earth or something different reality yeah 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 alternate reality yes you you he's actually with the 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 letterhead superman okay but there are other characters that are very similar that they could i just don't listen Mm -hmm. i just don't okay let me let me try to find a way to break this down i don't subscribe to that shit but not probably for the reason people think I don't subscribe to making a white character black um, only and only because I really don't give a fuck, but only because there are other characters that you could do instead of recreating one that's already existed for 60 fucking years. Yeah. And there are other great black fucking um, characters under the DC mantle like uh, and, and people don't even know these characters. Um, I know in the Arrowverse they brought on Mr. Terrific, but Mr. Terrific is like the shit in the comics. Like he's he's smarter than Batman, like, and he black. Like what mm-hmm. the fuck? Mm-hmm. That dude be playing chess with three different people at the same time and be wow. whooping their ass. Like I just like his character. He's smart as shit and he black. Like that would be great to see because yeah. they don't. Uh, T'Challa in Marvel is smart as hell too He's a scientist yeah. mm-hmm. He's went to the best schools The best schools He went to all of them bitches He wanted <laughs> to know everything Like he, He's that fucking smart But yeah. they don't They don't push his intelligence In the, in the films that he's been in Right? No yes. problem mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying Like bring on a character like Mr. Terrific Who's a superhero And he's super intelligent and shit I think that's a that's a good look to me. So you don't have to do black Superman. You just do the next black character that they have under their mantle. It's, I mean, it's fucking plenty. Icon. Icon is a black superhero with a black uh, young lady sidekick. And he is fast, strong, smart, just like Superman. Okay. He just didn't. He's just not Superman. He's Icon. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a knock to do it. Like, it's, okay, do it. But I just feel like if you're going to do Black Superman, then you have you you had to have already exhausted all of the other black characters that you already have. It's no need to make the white guy black. It's, we don't have to do that. You have you have enough characters. Like, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't get that shit. I think they're what? doing it because Superman is so popular. Like you say, he's been around for 60 plus years. Oh, no, or whatever. for sure. For sure. Yeah, There's a lot of yeah. good reasons to do it. I just I just hate that because then you end up talking about. We done had, mm, what, 13, 12, 13 years of Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Black Widow, uh, uh, and the Hulk. And Hawkeye for the last 12, 13 years when yeah. I mean, they've subtly introduced new characters. Don't get me wrong. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But I'm just saying, like, it ain't like they ain't sitting on a fucking heel of of characters. Like they could bring out anybody. They could do they can do this any DC could do the same thing, but they they've only 
focus on these characters for the and it's been for the past like 30 years more than that really yeah because what's the yeah. first superman film came out in what 78 or 79 like yeah. shit how many times yeah. we gonna do fucking superman <laughs> like yeah like, yeah what do you need like damn it's been what four or five of them motherfuckers and then That's all kind shit. of tv shows and everything you That's know what i'm saying like yeah I, I get it i understand the climate we in don't get me wrong bro but fuck a black yeah. one too like y'all just gonna do all of the motherfucking superman like god exactly. damn yeah I'm, yeah i'm nah i'm tired I mean, and also like, yeah, I mean, introduce us to these characters. I'm gonna tell you something. You know, I'm not a big comic comic book fan like you are. Like you're you're huge into it. So I really did. You know, I'm kind of embarrassed to say, but I didn't even know that much about Black Panther until it was announced. Until Marvel announced that you know Chadwick Boseman was gonna play Black Panther or whatever, and it was coming out, and we were excited about this black superhero movie. So I really didn't know that much about it. But you know, we all grew up with Superman. You know, as our hero or batman whoever we loved or whoever we resonated with when we were kids um you know seeing christopher reeve and um dean kane and you know all of them play superman or whatnot i love dean kane yeah (laughs) so i think that's what they're trying to do they're trying to which i i know it's kind of becoming overkill i heard some people saying that um that they're just trying to you know, blackwash a, a white character. Yeah, They're trying to, yeah, just blackface him or whatever. Yeah, so. That's um. Okay, so we we still not done with I'm a this. Hypocrite. Who? I'm a okay, because <laughs> you're gonna watch it if it comes well, out. No, you watching it? Well, no, 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 no. I got to, but I'm saying I'm a hypocrite <laughs> because I think I like the idea of Idris playing uh, Bond. That okay. I don't care that it was a white character, just because. Mm-hmm. I think he would fucking kill that shit. He would. Like, I think he, definitely he would, would fucking destroy that shit. He would be great. Yeah. But yeah. that's the only reason. Other than that, I, I, don't, I wouldn't. I would just love to see him do it. But but he doesn't want to do it for the same reason I'm saying. Stop doing this shit though. That's yes. what. I, that's what I did. Like he yes. he feel the same way. Like don't do black Bond. Just do a black character that's like that character, and that's it. Like stop mm-hmm. trying to put the fucking black the black dude as the white character and shit just stop it yeah i just felt like they should have did like i mean we talking about bond james bond or whatever i kind of like had my take on how they should have done it and it was this was before sean connery um passed away but you know roger moore i think he had already passed away a while like some years and years ago but i was thinking like get all the bonds in the room together and like kind of show the origin of bond like the you know i was bond in the the 60s and i was you know like that would have been so dope if they could have did that yeah you know and then like okay now we passing the torch to you you know why everybody was saying like okay where is this black bond coming from like that that was a good way that it could have been explained oh man that'd have been great yeah so um i'm gonna put you on the spot right now Cool. Who do you think, or who do you see? Give me some people that you think could be the Black Superman. Now, oh, like right now. <laughs> the Black Superman. Oh man! I mean, the first thing that come to my mind is Idris, but I don't really like him for the part, to be honest. Do you think you know, he might be too old right now? Yeah. Well. I haven't seen him try to 
he's never done like a Boy Scout type character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, 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 I haven't seen him try to play something like that. He's always like the, I don't know, the nigga just out there and everything he do. So I don't. Yeah. He's just not the Boy Scout type dude. I just don't see it on him. I just say it like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. We probably could have seen him, seen it on him probably ten years ago, but yeah, not maybe when yeah. He was younger, but not now. Yeah. No, I don't, not right I don't now. I just don't see it. I don't, man. I don't fucking know. Black Superman. I mean, the only the fucking only person you can go to is Michael B. Jordan. I feel shit. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I ain't gonna do Daniel Kaluuya. He too, he too damn dark. They ain't going that dark. <laughs> they might. Man, I mean, you, I thought shit. about him too. I thought about him shit. too. Yeah, he would probably kill it, but man, oh. Dark dude skin from, Superman? Um, nah, they ain't going. They gonna have light skin Superman. I know. Look, dude from um. The motherfucker gonna be Drake. I know, right? <laughs> I'm thinking they probably would. I guarantee you, this dude gonna be in the running. Um, this yeah. guy from, damn it, what's the name of that new show that um, son, uh, uh, what's her name, Shonda Rhimes got out on Netflix. Bridgerton. Yeah, Bridgerton. That dude from Bridgerton. I guarantee you. He's probably gonna be in the running. He's you know the light only skin. reason I know what the fuck you talking about right now is because <laughs> you know I be on fucking Instagram thirsting and I was looking. At, I love uh, what is her name? Drea. Okay. One of them basketball wives. Or some yeah, 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 was. Drea. Yeah. Man, I love Drea. So I was looking at Drea's stories, and Drea was watching Bridgerton. And she started it off with like a very, um, I'll say, very pr- provocative scene that she was watching. Mm-hmm. And it got me interested, like, what the fuck is that? And everybody been telling me about Bridgerton because they know I watched The Crown. Okay, so, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I actually seen the guy that you're talking about because she went through like a whole list. And yeah, I got the, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch that shit. But yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he yeah. Got he definitely yeah. got the look. He he's like French or something. Yeah. Yeah. He I think he would. Yeah. I think he's gonna be in the running if they ever. If, I mean, they are going that route. So yeah, I think I think somebody gonna call yeah. him. His agent gonna get him to the table on that one. So we'll see what happens. Um, and speaking of new things coming out, they just released a couple of days ago the teaser trailer for Stranger Things season four. Um. Like I was telling Youngin, I have not finished season season three yet. Um, I got started, but something happened or whatever, and I just didn't didn't get a chance to finish it. But yeah, so Eleven and her gang are headed back to the small screen in the upcoming season of Netflix's most popular. I call it a, a sci-fi coming of age series, and because I mean that's pretty much what it is. I mean we're getting to, to see these kids grow up you know right in our faces you know they started out they little now they just growing up and you know doing other things so it's crazy but um yeah they the teaser trailer kind of opened with a shot of the asylum and i'm calling it an asylum like institution then um enters the rainbow room and it shows other kids similar to 11 uh, how 11 looked in the first season so young and i know that this is your show kind of give me a take on what you thought about the little teaser uh, I mean, I see you ain't finished the motherfucking show, and I don't want to get up because I love this shit. <laughs> but 
Go ahead. Yeah, have have you seen? No, 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 no. Have you seen the other trailers? I have like, not. Did you see the first teaser? Okay, don't watch. I haven't. Okay. Um, <laughs> they, 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 because they start off with showing you. They start off with showing you the future of whatever the fuck happens at the at the end of season three. Okay. And it's like a surprise with the fuck going on. So before you make sure you finish it before you see that. Um, okay. That was what and I'm bringing it up because I felt like that was a better teaser than we just got. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you always curious about like what the fuck happened to her all together. You get little spurts of it in the series, like um, mm-hmm. you know, you you find out about her mom. You know her connection with her mom. Yeah, like, she yeah. She was in the facility and shit. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah. So, so that, and then you know, you 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 have the other kids who she actually she found one of them and stayed with them. Um, when she when she uh, I forgot what town they in when she got out of that town. You remember that shit? Yeah, yeah, I remember the, that part. The, the, I forgot what the other girl did. She didn't just have telekinesis though. I think she like red minds or some shit. I can't remember what she did. But it was other motherfuckers, and it alluded to the to the point that other people could have other types of powers. Mm-hmm. So that was that was that was straight. So then you know, hearing that, and then being able to see in this teaser that they actually gonna show us what the fuck was going on. I think that's that's a big deal. You you always want to know like what the fuck really happened and shit. So it it seemed like that's what the fuck we gonna get. Um, I'm hoping that we end up finding out there's way more out there than we thought and I hope like they've been doing it for so long that there's an adult 11 somewhere you know what I'm saying okay yeah like, yeah been, you're right they've been right. doing it for so long that there might be actual adults that are you know that got some powers had those powers too. yeah yeah I'm just interested yeah. in seeing what, what what the fuck they about to have to say but it, it the show is so that shit caught me off guard. I'm gonna tell you why I watched it. I watched mm-hmm. it because I watched it, and I loved the new the new it with the kids. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this shit is great. And yeah. somebody was like, well, yeah, Stranger Things is kind of like it. And I was like, oh, I gotta watch it then. And as soon as <laughs> I finished the first episode, I binged all the way through to the end of season three. Okay. And I couldn't stop watching that shit. I, so I, you I didn't start watching, watching it. Watching. You didn't start watching it when it first came out. I just watched Stranger Things. 2019. Okay. Okay. A couple I wanna years ago. I want to say it was last. I want to say it was last year, but I'm just gonna say 2019. Uh, mm-hmm. Cause I think I lived here. It might have been last year, yo. It might have been last year. Okay. Because I mean, I I watched them when they came. When, like when it nah. first started. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't a believer. I wasn't a believer. Yeah. Everybody kept telling me it was strange. That nah, fuck that shit. Game of Thrones. <laughs> I ain't. <laughs> I ain't watch it, but when I watched it, I was hooked, man. I fuck, I love that show, man. So the, how much? You know, I love uh, the I uh, love the eighties and the nineties. So to see like the way the mall was set up, like malls yeah, ain't set up like that no more. Exactly. I love that and shit, and, and look, the mall was world. the spot to be like back then. Yeah. Like it was like yeah. all the kids got together and they went to the mall. Like I'm the mall, the mall. It was all about the mall. Yeah. The now arcade, kids can care less about man. the mall. Yeah, oh, man, dog, kids that, don't care as much about it now. That's my favorite part of the whole show. Just seeing like the clothes they wearing and the mm-hmm. cars and the I, brands. Man, Look, the different yeah. brands. Yeah, right, yeah. All right, man. And they do I, it I so well. That. Like the Duffer yeah. Brothers. Oh my God, they they do that so well. That show. Like I mean, I don't that's ever true. see like a slip up. 
Yeah, I, I don't see a slip up. Um, how much longer life you think it has? How 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 long you think it, it has left? The show. I I think I think you could continue doing the story for a few more seasons and take it up to them being adults. I mean, I guess maybe that's wishful thinking because I like the show so much, but there is so much that you can unpack so much more that you can that you can show um um that i don't like like think about it like this mm-hmm. there's a you know there's a whole thing that you can go into about the asylum she was in where they was working on her right you can go into a whole thing about that that could be a season or two in itself Mm-hmm. On top of whatever with everything they're doing with the portal going into the other reality, like they, it's it's so many different ways that you could go with this shit, and you yeah. can add more shit. You know what I'm saying? The whole sci-fi element of the show, you can add more shit if you want to. Uh, I mean, I think I think as long as the writing stays good, the cinematography is great, um, and they have amazing ideas. Uh, I think if they keep doing that, shit, they they could they could. They could probably be the first streaming show to like take it far. Shit, I think they can get ten out of this motherfucker. At least eight. Yeah. At least yeah. eight. Yeah. You right? They could. I mean, as long as all the, the kids and stuff stay in place. But you know, I see Millie Bobby Brown. Her star is taking off. Um, the Finn yeah. Wolfhard. His star is taking off. And That's a little, which one? What's the black boy name? Uh, Caleb. Uh, his real name is Caleb McLaughlin. Yeah. Yeah, he's taking off too. Um, like they're just doing their thing or whatever. Cause I know Finn is gonna be in the new Ghostbusters that should be coming out pretty soon. Yeah. So I'm ready to see what happens. What? Mm-hmm. Um, so uh yeah, so I'm ready for it. They hadn't said like when it's gonna actually drop. The new season, like it has been any official word. Have you heard any any word? Because I, when I was doing my research, I didn't see anything. They say it won't come out until next year, sometimes. But you know, it seems like it's kind of right around the corner. All right, yeah, they they claim that it's going to drop um, in 2022. But with them releasing all these little teaser trailers, I mean, what do you think? When do you think it's mm-hmm. gonna possibly drop? Did they say that? Mm-hmm. 2022. Oh man, you might have just touched my heart just now. <laughs> I felt something like, nah, nah, we can't, nah, no, stop. Hey, what yeah. the fuck wrong with? Hey, stop <laughs> making me wait. I done waited, bruh. I'm tired yeah. of waiting. Yeah. We waited a whole year for shit. Y'all ain't done yet. But see Y'all the thing about it though. But but check this out. The way we watch TV is just so different right now. Because, okay, we go in and we binge everything all at once. And then we say, okay, we want the, the next thing, like, right now. And they can't do it right now because, okay, if we watched it week to week like we supposed to, <laughs> then we would have time. We would give them time to go in and Listen. film the other and get, and get us ready. Listen. And I, you know that's why Hulu started doing that, though. <laughs> go ahead. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Times is changing for us all. You motherfuckers better adjust. I need my shit Friday all together. Or give me, give me, give me, give me. I don't like that shit Disney Plus to be doing, but give me like three. Like, uh, who be doing the three shit? Amazon. I think it's mm, Amazon. I don't know. Yeah, they usually do. They'll do like the three. 
Okay. But they do like a weekly thing. It'd be like three or some shit. Like it'd be three and then one and then. Like just give me a little taste, man. Don't stop it with this 2022 shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean. The thing about it, though, is we go in, we being shit in like a week, especially if we love it. You know, we'll watch it all day until we've watched every episode. If it's 10 episodes, we watching all 10, probably in two days. And then we want, you know, we want them to hurry up and come back with the next one. But it takes time. Yeah, it takes That's time. True. That's why Hulu, um, I guess they've done like with The Handmaid's Tale, they come out like week to week or whatever. You know, like, a, like on a week to week basis. And... That's how they do it. So it give them time, I guess, to do what they need to do. But yeah. When it's did this? Uh, when when was season three? Season three was. Let me, let me, let me it was before the pandemic. Season so it had to be in like nineteen, early nineteen or late eighteen. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, 2019 was season three. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know it was before the pandemic. Yeah. So maybe okay, maybe they couldn't get to it. Maybe mm-hmm. they couldn't. I get that. I get that. Maybe they couldn't get to it because I mean I know y'all was already like time for. I gotta check. Maybe they wasn't. Mm-hmm. But if you if you that shit just coming out, y'all usually take a break. Summertime, they usually start filming around depending on what kind of movie it is third or fourth quarter yeah yeah because i'm ready for the witcher like i feel like it's been five years since i seen seen the witcher and i'm so ready yeah so yeah that's what we got going on that stranger things and they little teaser trailer so youngest say come on with it y'all come on with it i'm ready i'm ready i love that shit that shit's good Yes, and it's speaking of coming on with it, we will be right back with our junkie reviews. We are going to be reviewing J. Cole's new single, Interlude, and we're going to talk about his upcoming album that's going to be dropping on May 14th. And then Youngin is going to kind of take us through the new Marvel movies that are going to be coming out. So keep it locked right here to the Junkie Experience Podcast. We'll be right back. All right, guys, welcome back to the Junkie Experience Podcast. And now it is time for us to jump into our reviews and our little Marvel discussion. All right, so first up, J. Cole um, just released some new music. Um, He had made an announcement that he was releasing his new album called The Off Season. And it's supposed to be dropping on May 14th. So he thought that he would give his fans a little teaser um, with the new single, Interlude which dropped Thursday night at midnight. Um, I took a listen to it. Um, it has like an old school type, new school feel or whatever. So um, it didn't like super grab me. This It didn't grab me like that. I mean, I am a J. Cole fan. I think the dude is super talented. Don't get me wrong. He's definitely evolved from like his first album up until now. He's, yeah, he's totally, you know, to me, he's totally different. Like he's on a whole different level at this point. Um, but I'm definitely going to be taking a listen to the new album when it comes out on uh, next Friday. So, Youngin, what did you think about Interlude when it dropped? I know you're you're a huge J. Cole fan, so what did you think about it? Listen, when it comes to the light skin discussion, <laughs> J. Cole is my light skin nigga. He is at the top. He is numero uno. Okay, okay. 
So even over Drake, of over all, Drizzy, over Drake, you you prefer Drake Cole over Drake? Is, Drake is number two. Okay. Always has been. Always okay. has been. Okay. I don't even buy Drake albums if I'm being completely honest. I actually I haven't I haven't missed a J Cole album. I bought them all. Now I only bought one physical copy because I just. I just wanted it. I just wanted it. And I, it's still in the wrapper and everything. I bought it on iTunes, too, that same day. But I just okay. wanted a physical copy of the first album. But uh, uh, And I got the vinyl of uh, Forest Hills Drive because I think that's probably my favorite album. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm just, just to say I'm just a big, I'm a big Cole fan. Like, I listening to the mixtapes from day one when my brother put me on. So, usually when he put me on or something, put me on the shit he know I fuck with. And that's one of them. So... Before I even heard some shit, I was already locked in. You know what I'm saying? Like you know you when you when you heard that Hove and Nas did a song. When you text me, my brain was like, "Stop what the fuck I'm doing. Go make sure that shit is true." Because I don't even want to get excited. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like like so when I seen that, I was like, "Oh shit!" They just I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. This my bro. year. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm gonna make sure I'm a fact well, no, 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 check no. before I let you know. No 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 for sure for sure. But you you just want to make sure it's real for yourself. Like that's yeah. Hove and Nas. Like yeah yeah. The fuck? You know so. For me, J. Cole is the same thing. Like, this nigga just ain't been dropping nothing. Yeah. So, for whatever the fuck it is, I'm in. I'm in. So, I was in off the rip. So, what did you think about this um, this, this piece that he's given us, um, you know, just to bring us in? I'm with it. I, I, um, it's very short. I think it's all in all, it's a two minute song. Yeah, two, two minutes, 11 Uh, seconds, I think. Yeah. And 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 just the verse. I mean, the verse might be half the the song, maybe. So it's mm-hmm. not, you know, it may be like sixty. I don't know, maybe like sixty-four bars or so. So it's mm-hmm. not it's not lengthy, but just hearing him talk his shit, I can see what kind of space he in. Okay. Which is usually super important for me because. Your expectation is... I'm not going to say your expectation is of the last album you heard from the artist. But when you hear an artist on other people's songs, you get to gauge where they at. Okay. Um, and then, you know, the, of course, the new project will speak for itself when you hear it. But when you hear all of these things in the beginning, like this person featured on this or this person put out just this single with... You get to kind of like hear like, is that the person that I'm used to? Is that what I, that shit that I want? And he just sound like J. Cole to me. It don't sound like no trying to fit in new shit. None of that. It sound like authentic J. Cole. The shit that he's talking about, his concept in the verse is authentic J. Cole. So I'm expecting to get a great album. Okay. Okay. So this, you think this song sets up, uh, you, you, you feel like it's going it to be a great album? Tone. Okay. Yeah, I think it sets the tone. I think the tone is just like, and 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 I was thinking about this too. The song actually may be longer, right? It could because be. I'm just thinking the way it ended, um, I don't, I don't know. It, it could be definitely longer. I think I'm thinking it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this this sets the tone. I think the tone is just that I'm still this nigga. I'm. He even talking like that in the song. That's why I think it was good for what they putting it out as a teaser because I think he's just talking his shit by the views that he like and he doing it in a way so you know like you about to get the same J. Cole you been getting I got you 
for niggas like me who like that kind of shit. Yeah, and it's probably gonna have no features because he <laughs> he usually does that, right? Like he doesn't he's not big on features, right? He's not oversaturated with features, nah. You know, he a Nas fan first and Nas wasn't really big on features either. Exactly. Um, and the times that he's done shit like that, it just ain't sound like Nas. So um now there's always somewhere a whole feature. Like that's just a Oh yeah, that's just a staple. That's gonna happen. Yeah, you just, yeah. You just gotta yeah. get the. It's kind of like Drake. Like you just expect to get a whole verse, mm-hmm. um, and it seems like they're the only ones that can get it <laughs> for real. <laughs> like consistently, you know what I mean. Other, other than Khaled, uh, Khaled can get it too out of Jay. Oh yeah, 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 true yeah, that, true that. Yeah. Uh, so I just um, just gauging off of what I'm, I'm the vibe. There we go. We'll just say vibe. The vibe yeah. I'm getting off of it is the vibe I want, so I'm just expecting, I'm just expecting some some laid back, real nigga music, and that's exactly what the fuck I want. Okay. You know what I'm saying, okay. I get my relationship shit from Drake. You know, he always <laughs> there's always a girl, so yeah, we, get we some know good relationship. Yeah, certified lover boy right around the corner, so we'll might start calling that nigga Nicholas Sparks, goddamn. <laughs> The that romance nigga. novelist. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that nigga, that, that's all he good for. I'm going to some bars by some woman he met at some bar at some place in, in Atlanta or motherfucking Houston, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Same old Drake and shit. <laughs> so what did you think about the, um, the production on Interlude? You know, we kind of talked about it before the show and was like, oh, oh who, who produced this? And we found out it was J. Cole and a couple other cats that produced yeah, it. Yeah, I just, uh, like I say, it's the vibe. Like, I could just tell he put, he had his hands on it. Because, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about nobody. Like, you know, that YouTube phase where everybody was putting out vlogs, he's got a few of them. And uh, in, in most of them, he's producing. So you get to see what his starting point is. And you kind of like, uh, you understand J. Cole's sound. Even when, you know, he did some shit for Kendrick. And mm-hmm. you can tell J. Cole all over it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then it's just another testament to why I think it's just going to be a, a great album. I could be wrong, but I just I just got a feeling it's going to be a great one. The production on there. And he had some help. It wasn't just him. Um, but, you know, that's how I go nowadays, which I didn't I did not know. But anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. He has some help in the production, but if that's gonna be your help for the rest of the album, I'm cool with it. Like I just, I just want some mellow J Cole type hip hop, and I'm I'm with that. I'm super with that shit. Mm-hmm. Super mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. yeah, so it's gonna be straight. I mean, I can. I'm. I wanna. I'm gonna listen when it drops on Friday. I'm definitely gonna take a listen to the full the full album. I just, I just hate I'm starting to hate these short songs like you know short I'm like the songs have gotten so short when I was growing up and like listening to music I mean shoot if a song went for at least for 430 <laughs> four minutes and 30 seconds like it wasn't a song but now we get a lot of these two minutes and these That's your you know, boy. one minute or whatever one look that's 150 your, that's your boy that's your boy <laughs> your boy your boy he didn't start it but yeah. your boy put a lot of emphasis on these short albums with these short motherfucking minutes on the song. That's your boy. That's that's your nigga, Kanye. Well, yeah, that's he your is. boy. He started that. I mean, well, he that's didn't start it, but but I mean, he it's really it's more prevalent. Shit out of it. Yeah, it's more prevalent now with the um. Man, 
with the younger kids, with the young, you know, I noticed this with the with the young, the younger people, the, the new generation. Their um their songs are like super short now, and I'm like, y'all just what y'all doing? Y'all just going in here for a hot second and getting that in and out. Let me tell you something. I need me a whole theater production. When I hear my albums, I need the outro, the intro. I need the motherfucking <laughs> interlude, little skits and shit. Like, I need, I need the that, whole shit. I need that Tuscan leather. You feel me? Like, <laughs> let me get... Hey, that shit, that's still one of my favorite intros ever. That's yes, yes. the hardest intro. I, I love that album, so that's my favorite album, so... Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to get into it. I, man, I love that's, a, man, that's my shit. That's my shit. Look, it was a top five. Um, somebody posted something on Twitter about top five, and I was like, I'm gonna talk to Youngin about this, but shit, I lost it. It was about like the top five um favorite rappers or something, or the top five that's doing it right now, and shit, I lost it. I was gonna see what you thought about it. I mean, my top five for like. The new guy, I always call him the new guys, even though Drake done been in the game then in 15 years, but he just one of the new guys to me. Mm-hmm. When they come to the new guys, I ain't gonna put them in order. I mean, I could put them in order. I don't give a shit. I just put in J. Cole number one. That's just, even if I don't put in the order, he number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two is probably, my, my, my number two is probably still Drake. It's probably, okay. I, I just, I criticize him a lot, I know. And I be getting on him because I just, you just know the potential of this nigga, man. This nigga is like, I don't give a fuck who wrote that shit. When he ain't nobody gonna be able to rap that shit like he rapped that shit. That's how I feel. Yeah. At this point, I just want to be entertained. The motherfucking industry done been oversaturated and has been exposed by so many people. I don't give it, just entertain me. So I, he he my number two. Uh, My number three will probably be um, uh, Big Crit. Okay. Um, okay. Crit just—he just made my kind of. I don't like when he don't make my kind of music because then it just seems so bad. But he made my kind of music, man. That old slow spitting country shit. Like I just—that's mm-hmm. my nigga. Uh, and who was that? That was number three. Mm-hmm. My number four would probably be Nipsey. Uh, I was on Nipsey before. I ain't gonna say before everybody. I don't know anybody that was on Nipsey before uh, my producer at the time put me on him. And when he okay. put me on him, I, I just instantly. Uh, my favorite line of Nipsey's is, uh, "Is that your nigga or a snake in disguise? If that nigga give advice that'll lead to your demise." That was it for me. I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That, that was okay. it. So okay. he he he'd be my number four. My number five. Uh, my number five probably Kendrick. It gotta be. Okay. It got, okay. I, I, there's no way. I I would love to have Big Sean on my list, but Big Sean isn't really my speed. I like the shit. I like what Big Sean is about. I like I like him. You know the shit that he says, especially on his spiritual trip that he on now. I fuck with Big Sean, but if if I'm being honest, these guys' albums capture me in a way where that's all the fuck I listen to. Yeah. Like if yeah. I put a Drake album on, it's all I'm gonna listen to until it get old. Even if it takes two or three months, that's all I'm gonna listen to because I'm gonna be into it. Like I just get into shit. And uh, Kendrick, Good Kid, Mad City, that shit had me. I was bumping that shit 
for a year. Almost. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't stop listening to that fucking album. I thought that album I had I had heard Section 80 before that, but like that shit just got me. I couldn't man, that shit was amazing. So, you know, Big Sean to be my honorable mention though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like Big Sean. I, I love him. You know, I, I, like I think him. I think I think, and it, it did at unpopular opinion. <laughs> I think that Big Sean is the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I think everybody who's been doing any of these flows got it from him, whether they know it or not. Now that may be unpopular, but you go back and you think about the way people are rapping for the past, let's say fifteen. Let's say for 12 years. Let's say 12. No, we can say 13 to 14 years. Take the way people were rapping at certain times between these years. And I guarantee you he did it first. Really? Okay. Yeah. Even the mumbling shit. Even the mumbling shit. Yeah, I mean, I definitely enjoy Big Sean. Even, you know, some of my, um, I mean, we, I know we got another different unpopular opinion to talk about today. But, you know, since we're talking about opinions, even like, okay, so I, I, was, I was listening to Click in the, while I was in the gym. You know, Click with um, Kanye, Jay-Z, mm-hmm. and all of them or whatever. And I was just like, Big Sean killed this. Like, did, he won mm-hmm. this, this round. Like, this was his, mm-hmm. this was his. Even though he came yeah. out first. It was yeah. his. Nobody else did anything on it. Yeah. Nothing. He killed that shit. <laughs> he killed it. Yeah. From, from what he's saying to the way he said it and his mm-hmm. ad libs is on point on that fucking song. They yes. are on the point. All the ad libs he done ever put in anything are all on that verse and they are perfect. Mm-hmm. Especially like that boy. Oh, boy. Hey, that nigga. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I just think he the blueprint. I think other people execute it maybe a little bit better depending on the topic like i think mm-hmm. drake drake is drake so he do you know he could do that better than big sean that light skin sex appeal shit people fuck with drake but that 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 intellectual shit people fuck with cole or or intellectual and black about the culture they fuck with kendrick i think i think big sean is so i'm not gonna say all over the place but he he doesn't stick to one thing he try mm-hmm. he dibbles and dabbles and it's even in his music, his cadences. He dibbles and dabbles into everything when it comes to rapping. Yes. You can't categorize him. But I think the shit that he does, people pick up on it and they use it on in their music. And I think I think all of these artists have done that. Uh, I think most artists have done that shit. And then it just spreads because another person did it. But I think I think he the blueprint. I think he the blueprint. He just don't execute it as well as everybody else. That's what I think. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. So, we will be um, bringing you guys a review on um, that new J. Cole once it drops. So, that'll be probably uh, yeah. next week. Yeah, we'll be bringing you that mm-hmm. review on that. Um, so, now let's move away from music and get into the Marvel Cinematic Universe MCU. So, you know, I'm not a huge Marvel fan. I mean, I know some of the characters or whatever, but I know this is your lane, Youngin. Like, this is what you do. You are super into the comics and the, the books, the comic books and everything. You know this, 
you probably know this you know you probably dream about it you know it so much so well so <laughs> i'm gonna let you talk about it so marvel just recently released um the new movies that are going to be coming out pretty soon um in the mcu and we just gonna kind of run through them and kind of get your take on them and and talk yep. talk about them real quick. Yep. Give me the so, first one. So first up is um, Black Widow, which we know the date has been changed on that so much of when it's gonna drop. But I guess I when think, is it supposed uh, to drop this summer? It comes out July 9th, I believe. Okay. Um, okay. Um, so in a couple months. I think um, if I'm not yeah July 9th, I th- Black Widow was supposed to drop yesterday. If I'm not, mm-hmm. what's today? Today, today's the eighth. Yeah. Yeah, it was supposed. To, it was supposed to drop on the seventh. Okay. For the newest, yeah. for the newest one, but for whatever reason, they pushed it back. But mm-hmm. the, the date was yesterday. But COVID, you know, they pushed it back because of COVID. They want to get all the everything they can get out of it. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, well, yeah, I think I think they I think they pushed it for that reason. They want to get everything out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and let me let me just say this, uh, just to put, throw it in there, a little tidbit. I think motherfuckers that be owning these theaters and these big companies, they know shit before we know it, getting it out of the news. So mm-hmm. maybe they knew, hey, the numbers look like they're going to be this way in, in, in July and we're going to have more theaters open. So they went for that. That's, that's yeah. what I think. That's I think it's true. a whole money thing. Uh, but the movie itself, man, um, a spoiler alert, if you don't know, if you haven't watched in Endgame, Black Widow dies. Yeah, I right? didn't see that. Mm-hmm. So my original theory for Phase Five, um, excuse me, Phase Three, was that they were going to they and they did it. They introduced the scrolls, mm-hmm. but I thought that I knew when they introduced Captain Marvel, they were going to introduce the scrolls. Everybody pretty pretty much did, but I thought what they were going to do was there's a um, and they they said they're going to do it, but they're going to do it in a different way. Um, they were going for the secret invasion storyline with secret invasion is about where we find out that a lot of our heroes weren't our heroes they were scrolls scrolls can shapeshift into anything they see oh okay okay yeah so so there are a lot of scrolls in marvel right now and we don't know who they all are because we in captain marvel one we find out that that happens in the 90s right mm-hmm. um almost 20 years before iron man right um what that tells us is that scrolls done been in the cinematic universe the entire time and we didn't know it so so some of these who, people that we think that our heroes could just be an imposter pretty exactly. much exactly wow in the last spider-man and spider-man uh what was that uh home what was that one i don't know somebody home no no home Somebody else home, homecoming. No, nah, it ain't homecoming. It's the other one. Because this new one is no way home, right? Far from home. Far. From okay, home. far from home. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So in far from home, we thinking we looking at uh, Samuel Jackson and uh, what's her name, Kobe uh, uh, Smolder from uh, How I Met Your Mother. Um, okay. I forget her. I forget, of course Sam is Nick Fury, but I forget her character's name. I know we find out that yeah. at the end of the, at the end of Spider Man, we find out they scrolls the whole time. They, it wasn't even them. Sam, uh, uh, Nick Fury up in space inside the spaceship. Wow. So, Damn. The, I think this. And I'm saying this to say I'm taking too long on it. Uh, I think Black Widow is going to introduce us to a new scroll. Now, whether that was a scroll that died in Endgame or it's a scroll here or somebody. 
something about the scrolls will pop up in this movie. Guaranteed. Okay, just because yeah, she died in the in the in the uh, other one. Something okay, something right. ain't right about that. Something ain't right about that. Okay. I'll put it like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So next up, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing it right. Is it Shang Chi? Shang Chi, yeah. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. What we think uh, about that one? Shang Chi. You you're not you're not that excited about that one? Let me tell you. Yes. Because it's a Marvel movie, I don't know a lot about Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. I know just enough. Um, I would rather see Iron Fist on the big screen than Shang Chi. But okay, this the way they. I, I get why they did it. You know, they tried to introduce the Mandarin, which is a big Iron Man villain from like the seventies and eighties. I don't know if he still is, but he definitely was when I was a kid. Um, the Mandarin. Uh, is in search well you know Thanos wanted the infinity stones well the Mandarin wants these these ten rings uh, mm-hmm. put all of them together that's what give him his power uh, uh, usually when he don't have them in the Iron Man comic book you'll get like a one page spread of the Mandarin somewhere in the world not looking like himself weak and frail looking for these rings and finding a ring somewhere killing the person who got it or maybe he found it in the in the desert sand but he's looking for those rings so they're going to introduce the mandarin through this film um and i think they're going to go a different way about it because the mandarin uh is linked to i forget the name of the dragon but the dragon is in if i'm not mistaken it's in chinese folklore and they're probably just going to bridge all of this together instead of trying to use Iron Man it just it's a disconnect there so I get why they're doing it I get it okay okay next up is the Eternals coming out this year uh the Eternals is uh probably the way they're gonna introduce uh the X-Men to the universe so the Eternals are man before man from a different planet okay so I saw that Rob Stark Rob Stark is in there right right he is yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I, it's probably I don't want to say it's just a way because I, I want to say maybe they announced this film before they did get acquired Fox. I don't remember, but the reason why Steve Rogers, when he takes the Super Soldier Serum, does not die and he survives whatever the fuck that shit does to your body is because he's a a, a, a descendant of the Eternals, and we all are. so we are so that's why we end up being mutants and everything because it's just a part of the genetic process we come from them we are a primitive version of them but we still hold those genes that are just different and those genes can spread into and, and be manipulated into different things because they are more resilient right and that's i think that's that's just it they're using that movie to introduce characters that's what i think that is Got you, got you. Yep. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. So, Spider-Man No Way Home is probably, and I don't know why, but it's probably going to be the the gateway into what the fuck Phase 4 is about to be about, um, which is giving me a reason to think that Blade isn't going to be what we, what we think it is, but I'll get into that. Um, so, the rumor has been, and they denying, denying, but we got set photos of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being on the set of No Way Home. 
which we know both of those guys were were uh, Spider-Man Andrew Garfield Andrew, yeah. Andrew Garfield being a part of the amazing Spider-Man franchise and Tobey Maguire being a part of the first trilogy right yes okay so at the end of WandaVision we basically find out well okay not even at the end in Doctor Strange the first one we, we, we find out that different realities exist um, moving forward and backwards through time we find out all of these things right mm-hmm. um now in WandaVision they took it a step further and let us know that uh, realities can be manipulated and they can be manipulated in a way where you could bring I'm just going to say characters lack of a better term right now characters back from life or you can see different different um, renditions of a character in a different reality so I think what's happening here is maybe between what Thanos did and them going back in time and whatever shit Wanda unlocked at the end of WandaVision uh, because she's like a whole new character at the end they they made it so in the comic books Wanda is the Scarlet Witch the Scarlet Witch just being a, 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 a name like Spider-Man this is just her hero name but in mm-hmm. the show they basically made it a moniker like anybody can be the Scarlet Witch as long as they have these things. They completely changed the character. So we now know that with these things, she's even stronger. Um, and I don't remember what the book is called, but you know, um, you know, witches from any movie or show you ever watch, they always have this book of it's like a book, a book of, of magic. Yeah, a book of but magic. It's a book spells. of magic, right? Yeah. She has yeah. this book at the end of WandaVision mm-hmm. and she is um she's using her astro self to study the book and she's got like four arms and it's all kind of crazy shit going on and so I'm saying the impact between that uh, Doctor Strange well, uh, uh, the, the impact from Thanos and the impact from whatever the fuck she got going on in that show is probably going to give uh, them a way to open up some portals into different realities and I'm guessing that both of those Spider-Men are going to be from different reality Peter Parkers and that's how they going to kick off this whole multiverse shit that they about to have going on Spider-Man will be the first okay and now speaking of the multiverse now you got Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness that's same coming out ba- next year yeah so it's the same thing basically so, so I would say Spider-Man would be like what the fuck is going on Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange will be the solution. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, 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 that's it. It's gonna have. Um, it's it, and they call it the Multiverse of Madness, which is funny because uh, in the House of M storyline in in the comics, uh, 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 Scarlet Witch is going crazy, and when she snaps out of it, she destroys most of the mutant population on Earth. She drops them down, if I'm not mistaken, to one percent. Like they're only in the hundreds. She kills everyone. Uh, and, and she and she's literally going crazy. So when they say the mo- uh, multiverse of madness, and uh, I know she's gonna be a part of it, I'm thinking they're gonna end up doing something like that. That's my gotcha. prediction. Okay, okay. So next up, we got Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, they're taking this. I don't know where the Love and Thunder shit is coming from. People are speculating that. Uh, Tessa Thompson's character and Jane Foster, which is Natalie Portman's character, um, Tessa Thompson plays Valkyrie, uh, that they're going to end up together in some way. That's the speculation. Okay. Okay. Um, the story is from uh, a few years ago. 
they switched it up. Um, uh, 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 Nick Fury whispered some shit in the Thor's ear, which made Thor uh, less confident about picking up the hammer, and then he's not able to actually pick it up. He he's not worthy anymore. Um, and just to go into that, they explain what it's like for a person like Odin's son, because that's really his name, mm-hmm. to take on the mantle of Thor. Every day it's about confidence. If you're not confident enough to be able to take on whatever task is, is coming upon you, then you become basically unworthy. So every time Thor goes to pick up the hammer, he says he doesn't even know if he's going to be able to pick it up. Which wow. I thought was great for the mm-hmm. character because it shows depth in the character. Yeah, so it does. They're, yeah. they're going to be taking a lot of this from that storyline. And that storyline, after he stops being worthy, his mother takes Jane Foster. Jane Foster now has cancer. She takes her with, to the moon because the, the hammer is on the moon. And she she changes the, incanta- the incantation on it, which is, you know, it's something about like whomever is worthy will will possess the powers of Thor. So, like I said, Thor is just a moniker. That His name is Odin's son. His name is not actually Thor. He's mm-hmm. just taking on the moniker of Thor because he wields the hammer. Okay. So, okay. Jane Foster in the comics, she becomes the new wielder of the hammer. And if anybody remembers the Comic-Con of uh, uh, 2019 when they uh, 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 announced the movie uh, Natalie Portman came out to Kevin Feige she took the hammer out of his hand and held it over her head so that's what that's that's what I think this is going to be about so it'll be about her journey being Thor and also having cancer which uh, let me explain real, real quick mm-hmm. when she has cancer you would think because she has these powers it takes it away but what, what it does is when she goes in for chemo and things of that nature and then she she goes off to be Thor when she becomes Thor it wipes away the cancer right but it also wipes away any treatment that she's gotten it doesn't take it out of her body right it's just it's like she's taking on the embodiment of a different person it's not really her body that's withstanding the things that she's withstanding while she's Thor her body is let's say in stasis maybe so when she comes back to being Jane Foster she still has cancer but now she has cancer like she never went to treatment before so wow. I think that'd be if, if if they add all of that into that story I think that would be an amazing story that would be amazing yeah yeah that sounds interesting. You're breaking them down. You make me want to watch. <laughs> All right. So the next one up is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Coming out next year. Uh, this one a little bit harder to gauge. Mm-hmm. Um, because they they did announce that they were not going to recast T'Challa. Right? They did. Yeah. We talked about that people, last week when we talked right, about people the... People came um, out with the petition. The petition, yeah. And they like recast, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they're gonna recast this fast. I think what they're gonna do is is they. I think a major part of this movie is going to be about honoring Chadwick, and so I think it's gonna be some type of storyline to where they're gonna use that reality to their advantage, and maybe, however they have his funeral, whatever they do, nine times out of ten, the way they about to spend this shit is they are about to get a T'Challa from a different reality so he looks different. 
that'll be a way despite you see the spider-man the spider-man movie having three different spider-man who are all peter parker from different realities mm-hmm. shows us that people can look different in different realities right it even shows us that they can also look the same because in endgame uh basically they went back in time but they created a new reality when they did that so we know they can be different and they can be the same so i'm thinking that this is going to be about sending him off you know what i'm saying and, mm-hmm. and 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 anything that ending it that way and then coming into the next movies with a different reality black panther okay so you don't think that they would make shuri the black panther right now i think i think they will i think she'll definitely be the black panther in this film okay um, okay i i don't know if they're going to do something with michael b jordan because michael b jordan is busier than he usually is but my my bet, if you're not gonna use him, that they're gonna wait to the next film and recast that role. Yeah, this one to be about Shuri. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she has to avenge. She may, she may have to avenge his death. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't think. Um, what's his name? Uh, Michael B. Jordan is too busy for. <laughs> MCU or Ryan Coogler, you know what I'm saying? Like I think he'll yeah, come in true. and do something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not sure what's gonna happen. I mean, you know my take. I made. I mean, what if um they've already filmed this and what if if he's that'd in be, it? That'd be crazy. Yeah, they would make so much money. That would be so. Everybody would be at the theater, like mm-hmm. and at home or wherever watching. Yeah, they they gonna be watching. I'm telling you, everybody gonna be tuned in, one way or the other. But uh, yeah, this is gonna be interesting because I mean they're super tight lipped on everything. They're not saying anything about it, right? You know, and I know you know there are a lot of folks are under contract that can't say things, you know. But man, they they're just not saying anything. So it kind of makes me think like, if, what if they went on and and you know, film this one while they were doing the first one. You know, like yeah, right yeah, after. I mean, they, yeah. they did Infinity War and Endgame like that. They, they yeah. filmed them together. Yeah, all of that shit right. the same day. So the next one up is the Marvels. So this one is pure speculation. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think where they're going with this shit is, I think. All right, so in. If you ever seen Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel they introduce um, they introduce Captain Marvel's best friend who was a pilot with her, black lady. She had a daughter. Her daughter was basically she was an aunt to her daughter. Um, in WandaVision, you find out that um, her mom, her, her her best friend was a part of this. Um, this group called sword sword and and when you when you see the end of spider-man and you see where um nick fury is that that's usually a sword base they're they're usually in space mm-hmm. i think what they're doing is they're introducing this group i don't know if they're gonna keep it keep, keep saying the marvels i don't i don't know how they're gonna do it but i think they're introducing this group because you know after the snap um monica rambeau which is the the basically the niece of Captain Marvel okay. uh, through her best friend she's grown she's like in her 30s and she's the one who's trying to find out what's going on with Wanda um, inside of that that bubble she created um, 
she actually towards the end of the series gets her powers from going inside of that that reality mm -hmm. so now that she has her powers um in the comics her and captain marvel have very similar uh, uh powers and shit but but that's two people out of the group um, they also announced that they were going to be doing the character America Chavez, um, which is the Latina. I don't remember her. She's Latina, but I don't, I don't remember her powers. Um, but she is going to be in the Miss Marvel show, if I'm not mistaken. We got Miss Marvel that the way the the, uh, the S looks in that logo is because of the way it looks on Miss Marvel's um, uniform, which is Miss Marvel is like a... Uh, She's like a Mr. Fantastic. She can like stretch and, you know, make her limbs look bigger or smaller and shit like that. Okay. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, she's from India. I hope okay. I'm not getting that wrong. She's, I think she's Indian. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, um, and then you have uh, Adam Bershear, who's uh, another one of them, them characters um, who I say you ain't got to keep using the same black person. Um, Adam Bershear is a uh, Blue Marvel, and he's, if not more powerful, he's just as powerful as Captain Marvel, and he's okay. a black guy. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. he's a black guy. Um, they wrote, um, and they could do this this way too. They wrote a story, maybe like 10, 15 years ago, where they explained why the fuck we didn't know Blue Marvel, and the reason why was because the government at the time didn't like the fact that there was a black guy with powers running around being stronger than everything and uh it, i don't remember if he is in the military but i know the president basically told him to step down and you know take a seat back so they could they could do some shit like that in 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 one of these movies and introduce that character and then the last the last person part of that group is black panther so okay you know, i mean they, yeah so i think i think that movie is just going to be the introduction of this team because they're going to be doing the rumor is they're going to be doing a lot of teams since the Avengers thing worked out um, and an, another one would be the Thunderbolts and that's putting together a bunch of other shit we can get into later but that's what I think that movie is going to be about I think that movie is going to be about introducing this team and watching this team work together that's what I think okay okay sounds yeah. interesting alright so we move into 2023 so the first up for that one is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania um I think it's still gonna be a part of this this multiverse of madness shit. Okay. okay. Now they saying quantum mania. We found out that going to the quantum realm, you know, uh, when Thanos snapped at mm -hmm. the end of Ant Man and the Wasp, you could see everybody fading to dust. The problem was is that um, Ant Man was actually in the quantum realm because they were doing experiments so he ended up trapped he so was you're right yeah, yeah i remember he that ended yeah. up trapped. so when he comes out in endgame you know he's like they'd be like it's been five years he like no nah, it's been five hours Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's been in that. the quantum realm this entire time so we don't know what the fuck is gonna happen with this multiverse but if they're going, they're not going to be, I don't think they're going to be explaining anything with this. I think they're going to be exploring the quantum realm because maybe they're going to be doing some more shit in time again. Like maybe they fuck some shit up. That's, gotcha. That's what I okay. think. That's what I think. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, 2023. 
Uh, I don't really know. There's not a lot about it right now. Other mm-hmm. people are doing other shit. Chris Pratt just came off a film. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so, mm-hmm. there's not a lot to go off of it. Um, I can tell you where I think they should go, which they introduced that... Um, oh, man. They introduced that Adam Strange actually existed. He was inside of like a golden egg by them golden people. I just think now is the time to go ahead and further on that. We, we should have actually got that character um, when they did the whole Infinity War shit because he's a part of that. Okay. He's a part okay. of that story. He's 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 the biggest part of it. Um, but they didn't. And that's what we all thought they were going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Because they, I think in the, at the end of the first one is when they show, it might have been in the second, I don't know. I don't like the movie too much. Uh, but they, they show the egg. We know he in there. Uh, so I just think maybe they're going to continue on that and that would be great it's too so this late, is so great. this is your least favorite one out of the marvel um out of um, mcu guardians of the galaxy probably okay. i still like it i just i could watch everything else before i watch that okay yeah. <laughs> all right next so we got fantastic four that they're saying to be announced so they hadn't they don't know yeah. when it's coming out yet yeah, yeah. that's a that's another one it'd be pure speculation and i i it seems like they're gonna okay so there's a building in spider-man uh far from home at the end when he's going to pick up mj that he jumps through okay that can either be the baxter building where the fantastic four live or it could be oscorp now Mm. my speculation on oscorp is that oscorp always existed and they haven't talked about it and it's already there that's what I think on that. So I think what we were seeing when he was going through was probably the Baxter building. That's what I think. Got you. Got that's you. That's all I got though. I, I don't. I don't have anything else. Like that's yeah. It. Yeah. And last up is Blade. That's another one that's to be announced. So we don't know when it's going to be coming out yet. Okay. So in the comic books, Blade ends up. Of course, he hunts vampires, but he 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 really ends up just all the way just hunting demons vampires werewolves whatever the fuck is coming his way that's really what his character had has evolved into mm-hmm. um so uh, he he's probably going to end up being a part of this whole multiverse of madness shit unless they just do another origin story for him in in this series because it's going to be a series unless they change it to my knowledge it's a series um for this so plus how, so how do you feel about Mahershala Ali taking on this role like what do you Amazing. think about it uh, yeah. Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. I, I, I don't know if he's missed the mark, but he ain't missed the mark that I done seen. Like yeah. he is great. Mahershala is on on point, and he seems so. Um, I don't want to say he seemed Denzel like, even though that is a compliment. Fuck it. <laughs> like not not like. Don't think about his lightness. Like just think about how you feel about, even though you don't know it, how you feel about Denzel's work ethic. Because mm-hmm. of the way he speaks in interviews, his poise, like Mahershala has that same poise. He speaks about acting the same way. Den- like I, I've never heard anybody speak about this shit like Denzel. If you go watch interviews with Mahershala and you watch interviews with Denzel, they be talking about the same shit. Like, like this shit is like real shit for them. This ain't just acting. This is they all in. They all about this shit and. And I just, I don't know, man. I th- I think he's amazing. I think I think his uh, 
he hasn't even done his best work. Like, I just think he's great. I want to see whatever the fuck he in. Like, yes, I guess, yes. He's just that yes. that type. He's that one that just draws you in or whatever. Yeah. So, um, so those are all the films that are going to be coming out um, through the Marvel Universe. And I wanted to kind of touch on the directors. I noticed I was just looking at the directors list. We have about three women who are going to be directing. We have a woman that's directing Black Widow. Uh, we have a woman that's going to be directing The Eternals. Well, Eternals is not The Eternals. It's a woman. Okay, so Kate Shortland is directing Black Widow. Uh, Chloe Zaho, she's a, a Chinese filmmaker. She's going to be directing Eternals. And then we have a black female director um, that's going to be directing the Marvels, um, Nia DaCosta. Yeah, so I'm like, they have a really good, um, diverse list of directors to me. You know, I mean, it could have been more, but I mean, I think it's, I think it's pretty good from where you know where it comes from. Because I mean, you got people of all different races, and you have you know women that sprinkled in there. Because I mean, a long time ago, this would have been unheard of of women directing you know superhero films and things like that. So I'm excited about it. You know that um. We got some women up here stepping up to the plate. Hey, let me let me just throw a little tidbit in there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely think there should be more women writers. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you, like I I've never sat and watched uh, Scandal, but I can tell you, like when 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 uh, I see the the preview for the next episode, this shit has always intrigued me. It don't look like a bad show. It looks great. Mm-hmm. And I know uh, I watch. I haven't watched all of Grey's Anatomy, right? Okay. Uh, sometimes I just be having too much shit to do. I got a lot of kids, bro. Um, <laughs> I watched the first maybe like eight episodes of Grey's Anatomy, and I did that shit. And like, I didn't get out of the bed. Like, I stayed in the bed and watched. Like that shit was so good. Yeah. I would love for Shonda Rhimes to do like a. Um, like a Captain America, you know, Captain America films are basically like tactical espionage type. You know, the films like uh, Clear yes. Present Danger from back in the day. You know what I mean? Yes. Those are, yes. Even though they got this superpower guy in them, they, they, that's how they, I would love to see her write some shit like that. I bet you she'd kill him. She probably I bet would. You she'd kill him. Yeah, she yeah, definitely she would. So yeah, that's that's good. I mean, you you got me interested. Like real talk. Like you have me interested in like taking on. The Marvel Universe because I've never been like that into them. I think it was mostly because I didn't know that much about the characters. Like you know how yeah. I, you you remember how I complained to you about sitting up watching mm-hmm. that movie for like three hours and I'm like I was ready to go or whatever. Like why are they taking so long getting this done? And it's because I don't know the characters like that. I don't know what they their background or you know why they're here and things like that. Like I just wanted to go watch it, you know. But now like with this yeah. segment right here, like you kind of broke it down for me. You explained some things that I didn't know so I appreciate that and it makes me want to go back and like watch it with different eyes you know what I'm saying oh yeah yeah I, I understand because I, I was in the theater about to be in tears man I was I'd be all in I'd be all in bro I'd be hey when that motherfucker come out that portal and say on your left oh man that shit that shit hit me in the feels man yeah, That's so it just it, 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 it's different when you like when you really when invested you like, into, when you're it. into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, that was our junkie reviews and our take on the new um, Marvel universe movies that are going to be coming out pretty soon. 
and we will be right back with our unpopular opinion stay tuned to the junkie experience podcast all right guys welcome back to the junkie experience podcast where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment and now it is time for our unpopular opinion so i'm bringing you guys the unpopular opinion this week and my unpopular opinion is i am so sick of people talking about capitalism this capitalism that okay so let me explain myself so i understand that capitalism can be trash you know especially when you got people making you know 750 an hour trying to you know make a minimum wage or whatever like i understand capitalism is trash you know you got kids over working in sweatshops making you know barely enough money to feed themselves and just the idea of them being kids over there working you know making these shoes that we're paying two three four five hundred dollars for you know i understand how capitalism can definitely you know get you down but i mean this is what this country was built off of so just to kind of touch on what i'm what i want to say is that you know I, i see a lot of youtubers not a lot but a few of them that um, I listen to from time to time or I watch from time to time you know they always talk about you know billionaires need to be you know demolished or they need to go into extinction and things like that um okay when it comes to billionaires who are just trying to stockpile money just I just want money 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 I'm not giving anything to anybody and I mean that goes for any of us you know we just stockpiling money and we don't give to the next person or we don't want to tip people and we talked about tipping last week you know you have people who out here who make plenty of money who don't want to tip you know they they don't want to help people out you know they don't want to invest in causes or give to different causes or you know do things like that now when you're talking about people like that i kind of understand you know when you're just stockpiling and you know you're never letting people try to rise to the top or whatnot then yes that becomes a definite issue but you know we're all out here we live in a capitalistic society we're all out here trying to make money you know we're trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents we want to have things you know we want to be able to provide for our family we want to be able to feed our children we want to be able to feed ourselves you know so I just don't get when you know they say oh off with their heads because a lot of times if it wasn't for some of these big corporations you know a lot of us wouldn't have jobs we wouldn't be able to to do certain things um but i do understand that big corporations um can be trash sometimes uh and i just don't get where okay how are you going to just say oh we're going to demolish capitalism okay well what's the plan if we demolish capitalism what's the what's the backup plan i mean what do we do at that point i mean we can't just go off and decide are we gonna live on an island and live off the land and eat bananas and coconuts or whatever every day like we have to live in this world you know like it takes money to live out here it takes income to be able to survive out here and all of these people who are talking about this like you guys are on youtube you getting thousands and thousands and thousands of views and you're sitting up here talking about let's demolish this and let's not you know people shouldn't be making money okay well you may not be a billionaire at this point you know but you are above the person that's making minimum wage you know so you're above that person so i just don't understand the whole take on you know let's just you know off with their heads or whatever the 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 billionaires i mean you do have billionaires who um donate money i mean bill and melinda gates even though you know there we found out um earlier this week or last week or whenever that they were you know divorced and they were ending their 27 year marriage but um throughout that marriage they have been 
um, setting up different types of charities and things like that. And they even said that their money was tied up into charities. Like once they, you know, pass away, they were going to give their money. They were going to will, will most of their fortune to different charities, you know, trying to help people and, and things like that. So, I mean, I just think sometimes we may take it a little bit too far when it comes to like, oh, just off with their heads, you know. Um, with the billionaires because I guarantee you if somebody dropped a billion dollars in your lap today you would not give that shit back you know the, the main people that are sitting up there getting their clicks and views talking about let's get rid of capitalism or let's get rid of this money I mean you sitting up here driving you know nice cars and living in penthouses in downtown Atlanta so there's no way that you would just give up what you have to say oh I'm just gonna go live off the the fat of the land or whatever you're not doing that you are living in this, this society just like everybody else so I just think some people take things to the extreme when it comes to talking about capitalism I mean we know that there's definitely downs to it you know definitely downs to it you know people that's out here bragging about money and you know while other folks are poor because I mean I just know the type of person I am if I had you know money like that or you know huge bags or whatever you know we want to call them today like that I would definitely give to people you know I want to see people come up I want to help out you know as much as I can but you do have people who are just hoarding wealth now for those folks who are hoarding wealth then yeah you know you are um, a problem a huge problem to what's going on out here but that's my, my take on the whole thing like let's just not get so extreme about it you know let's do make sure that we're doing our part with whatever um we have going on for ourselves so that's my unpopular opinion so young and that you want to want to give your take on what you think about it hey look i'm gonna keep it all the way a thousand with you right now i'm so high I'm over here looking <laughs> shit up. Like I was <laughs> I was trying to catch everything you was talking about. I was looking all kind of shit up. I'm like real <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I think I'm too gone. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 it came off real nice though. I can tell you that shit. That's what I can tell you. That shit came off real nice. <laughs> <laughs> you smoking? You smoking right now, right now? Oh gosh! <laughs> All right, guys. So that is my unpopular opinion for the week, and we will be right back with our junkie flashback, and we're gonna wrap up the show. Stay tuned to the Junkie Experience Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the Junkie Experience Podcast, where we serve your addiction for all things entertainment. And we are here to wrap up the show with our Junkie Flashback of the Week. So our Junkie Flashback of the Week takes place on May 12, 1998. DMX released his debut album, It's Dark and Hell is Hot. I'm going to let you take it away, youngin. <laughs> uh, man, I'm going to tell you, um, the first thing that I remember... Um, about this album ain't really about the motherfucking album mm-hmm. um, I just remember the time period um, like I remember around this time period is when that uh, Can I Get a is that what it is Hove and Ja Rule and Emil mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was around the time when that shit dropped um, it's just man a lot of a lot of hit that's what Diddy Diddy had the wave around that time. It was starting to change up, but he still had it. You know, the Puff Daddy and the family shit was winning. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Missy Missy Elliott is out. Um, 
her shit was hidden around that time. Yeah. Hard Knock yeah. Life. Like, I just remember all the fucking music I heard. And then I remember the very first time. Yeah, I used to watch um, MTV in the morning. It was only one playing videos in the morning. Yeah. For school. My entire time going to school. Um, well, in middle school to high school. I got up and that motherfucking Rough Rider Anthem came on. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. That's the, that's, the, that's the song I anticipated listening to every morning after the first time I heard it. Like that shit was just off the chain. And then I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I guess a Puff Daddy in the Family era um, supporter. I was with, yes. I was with everything they was fucking doing. Yes. Everything. Yes. So when I seen the locks in the video, I was like, "What the fuck is this? Who is this dude? Who is this?" I didn't actually see "Get at Me, Dog" first. I seen "Rough Rider Anthem." Mm-hmm. I seen mm-hmm. "Get at Me, Dog" later. Um, yes. That, that I, I love "Get at Me, Dog." That that actually would have probably been my go-to, but. Um, this is right around the time um, I'm listening to 400 Degrees. Okay. I'm telling you, like, I remember this shit so vividly. Yes. I, I just, so, I, of course, I've already heard Jay-Z's Life of Time, Volume 1, and all of that shit. And I'm, I'm going through a whole thing, but fuck it, I'm high. Listen. <laughs> Jay-Z, I heard everything. I had never heard Reasonable Doubt. Right, okay. so I'm gonna tell you okay. what happened. My stepfather's friend, cool as fuck. I swear he was Just Blaze. At, when I look at Just Blaze, <laughs> that's that nigga. I be one, yo. I be wanting to know if that's Just Blaze, and I'm gonna ask one day because that nigga looked like Just Blaze. Uh huh. He gave me reasonable doubt. Um, uh, 400 degrees. Uh. Something from P, but I don't remember what it was. I don't think it was Ghetto D. I don't remember what he was. Something from P. I already had it, though. That was a big masterpiece. I already had it. Um, But then he gave me, he had fucked around, and I guess he was holding one of the CDs, and he bought one, but he had forgot he had the other one, but he ended up with two copies of His Darkest Hell is Hot, Um, and he gave it to me. Mm -hmm. So... I listened to that first because I, I Rough Riders Anthem, like I knew what it was. But I'm just saying, like all of that music, I, I experienced all of that shit at the same time. Mm. Um, and that, yeah, because that, that was a album, good era. Like that era of yeah. music was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that album just was like, man, I don't know how to explain how I felt about that. It was just something I, different, like a. I mean, I was a new into voice. hip-hop, yeah, but I don't yeah. think I was into hip-hop the way I am now until I heard all of this shit. And this, like, all of these albums, like, touched me in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have a special place for all of these albums. and But these are the ones that made me go, damn, I got to listen to the lyrics. Okay, not, okay. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know how it is, but anybody out there who's ever read a comic book when they're a kid... But then read one as an adult, it's two different experiences. Your experience as a kid is like, ooh, pictures. Mm-hmm. But your experience as an adult is you want you want a great story. Yes. You can yes. care less how that bitch look. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So my experience as, you know, a young nigga listening to, you know, my dad bumping too short, or we listening to fucking NWA. Like that shit I remember and I I love those albums and those songs because of that. 
but like this is my shit like i'm i'm finally in tune with this shit like i ain't listening to crisscross nigga this dmx <laughs> dmx yeah. got some shit to say like yeah. you know what i'm saying this is when i i think i became conscious of what the fuck hip-hop really is this and this this album is a part of that this is my very first album i ever opened on my own I had never opened the album before this. Wow. Um, it wasn't my first CD. Um, but, you know, I think my first CD was Crisscross. I fucking love Crisscross. <laughs> I still do. I still go back and listen to certain Look, songs. Look, we all love those first CDs. I'm telling you. Like, yeah, the first I thing that you it. get, like, yeah, you just love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I still, to this day, let me give my mans and them the credit. Um, they got a song on their third album that still, to me, you could bump that shit anywhere. It's, it, this shit is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's dark and hell is hot, man. Uh, I remember um, I had already heard it. My mom's friend from down the street was moving, and she, of course, I gotta move everything. Like that's you know how it is with your kid. Yeah. Yeah, you going to her, you going to help? Uh, I think her name was Heather. You going to help Miss Heather uh, move her shit out of the house? But matter of fact, you gonna take your ass down there. You know how this shit is. Yeah. But uh, so she was younger. I don't know. You know what? Let me not say that. I don't know if she was younger than my mom. But you know, some of us have them parents where they just seem older than what they are. And that's my mom. Like my mom's very wise. So mm-hmm. she may have been the same age, but the, the lady just seems so much younger than my mom to me. Yeah, I mean, we but always just bumping. think our parents are old, super old until we get to be that age. You know what I'm saying? Right, we right, like, right, right. So that's yeah. why I'm backtracking. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she wasn't. Yeah. But I know this lady had to be young acting. I'll put it like that. Yeah. Um, but she was you, bumping as dark and hell is hot. And mm-hmm. the whole moving, going back and forth in her crib, that's all we listen to. And so that shit just got like tattooed to my brain. Like I thought this was the best shit smoking to oh, Flesh wow. of My Flesh came out. When I when Flesh of My Flesh came out. Ooh. But yeah. yeah. This, that was this, a great yeah, that was a great era for music. Like yeah, yeah it's we just, just had, it's just very good. It's mm-hmm, very good. Mm-hmm. It was, was so much going on. Even though we had we had technically we just lost Biggie and Pop. Yeah, we had just that lost was, them. Was yeah, less than like five a, years. It was way more, um, yeah, because they came out in 98. We lost Biggie in uh, 97 and Pac yeah. in 96. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. less than five, that's two years. Like, we, mm-hmm. we fresh off of. Off of and, Tupac, and, yeah. And, and, and Diddy was, was bumping. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, even when, when I watched the documentary about uh, Rough Riders, they talk about how they wanted to get niggas out of the shiny suit era. And I think all of these albums played a part. But a lot of that was definitely DMX, man. It was just like, it ain't nothing different when you come from that, right? But Mm -hmm. it was different in terms of, this ain't some shit we used to hearing right now. Like, Mace was the thug. I be going back like, how the (laughs) fuck was Mace the thug? Mace was the thug? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you let that shit slide? Like, like how? you don't shut your pretty ass up. The fuck you got your little suit on? What the? Dan- you a thug? Around. Yeah, dancing hey. around. Yeah, I'm just listening to this nigga keep calling himself a thug. Now yeah. we know where he's from, so I get it. But it's like you ain't represent that. And DMX was like, "Give me your money, bitch. I'm robbing you." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, what exactly. my dogs at? Like, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? 
Exactly. Or, or nigga, we 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 in the video at the penitentiary working out. That's the video. <laughs> <laughs> like this nigga go hard. Like how could how could you not like this nigga? Like yeah. he changed everything for that. Era. The era literally stopped at get at me, dog. Once that's it, it was like he did. Diddy. Yeah, he definitely. No, I'm did. sorry. I'm sorry, Puffy, because that nigga had to turn himself into Diddy. Nigga, they killed that shit. The shiny suit era was dead. Was gone. And I, I just think he he even though we love Hove and Hove has a a great album and a great his his I think Hove's run starts here. This is where his run start. Uh, this is volume two. This is Hard Knock Life. The Hard Knock Life tour. This mm-hmm. is DMX. This is his first tour. This kick starts the era of hip hop that I feel like is the golden age. Like we're gonna always love that era, and yeah. it starts right here in fucking '98. Like it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you get Eminem, the fucking uh, uh, Slim Shady LP. You yeah. get fucking Chronic uh, uh, 2001 uh, in a couple of years. Like you. All of this shit starts right here, right, right, here. right at this. That's mm-hmm. where the fuck this starts. So I think this, the album is monumental because it, it just, it was the right album at the right time to change the times, right? You're right. You're right. Let me say this. Check this out. You, you, unpopular opinion again. <laughs> if you move DMX up a few years, I think whole albums would have been more successful. So you mean like just move him instead of '98 if he'd have dropped in like '03 or something? Nah, I mean move it, move it back. Oh, move him. Okay, okay, back into like the mid '90s or something. I think I early think 90s. Hove. I think Hove was he was too early. Mm-hmm. Like think about how he rapped. He came at the end of an era, and he started at the beginning of another. But his style was still kind of like the same. Mm-hmm. And as he tried to mold himself into this shit, he ended up molding himself into what the fuck we like now, but we wasn't ready for it. Mm-hmm. We were still goddamn uh, shiny suit dancing and shit. You feel exactly. me? Like we, And right. that's the reason why he ended up doing that fucking song with Babyface, because he was just trying to but move DMX up and let DMX change the landscape two years prior. There's a whole nother room for it's, it's a whole nother time for him to be successful he'd have been more successful early i think but I'm so just let me saying. ask you this now if you move dmx up before and we're talking about before um tupac and biggie's death when they were like at the top of their game and we moved him up mm-hmm. a few years before that do you mm-hmm. think i mean with biggie out he would have he would have mm-hmm. popped like that i mean i know they had probably totally different styles more. okay probably even more probably even more because biggie and Pac rapped about Pac rapped about real shit in the hood mm-hmm. Biggie was talking about the stories you hear in the hood mm-hmm. but you never now I don't know You have, maybe, maybe we have to speak to somebody who was around their ages but to me when I hear his music you never really connect him to that even though you know he from that mm-hmm. you know this Frank White this 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 uh, black and ugly as ever however like he yeah. not he doesn't portray that thug life shit that we get. I mean, we don't even, even though Pop screaming, we looking at him like, look at what he say about women. Look what he say about the culture. We don't even look at him like that 
in the same light. You understand? But when you hear DMX and this nigga working out at the yard in the penitentiary in the video, and it's a thousand niggas on bikes with rough riders on their shit, and he got on a fucking regular ass chain and he not trying to be flashing, he telling he'll rob the shit out you. He used to rob niggas that day. He got two dogs, two big ass pit. Like he just. When yeah. you look, he looked apart. He sound apart. He it feels like that's what the fuck that is. So I think if you push him up, you have two guys who are talking about one guy, and then you'd see that guy in the flesh. I think he just becomes even more successful off the rip because he looks like the guys that they're talking about. That's what the fuck DMX is. DMX is the embodiment of any any rap song you've heard about some nigga doing some shit in the hood. It's DMX. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I just think I just think you you push them up, and everybody else is 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 before their time successful. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, that's what I just think he did. Again, it's another nigga who was the blueprint. Yeah, he changed the whole generation. He was the blueprint. That's he it. did. He definitely did. You're right about that. Me and my mom was talking about him the other day. I was just like, yes, yeah, we lost. You know, she was just saying like we lost the voice and. You know, because my mom, even though, you know, she would listen to some of the music I listened to when I was growing up. So she she knew, you know, she knew everybody. Uh, so, I mean, that's just that's just how she is. You know, she takes a listen to everything. She ain't one of those parents that's like, oh, you know, get that stuff out of my face. Or don't play that, you know, in my house or whatever. We're going to play some Marvin Gaye up in here and that's it. You know, she she would dibble and dabble, you know, and, and try to listen to what we were listening to at the time. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what's up. But um, I just you know I think about like how Puffy tried to he mold um molded uh Biggie's kind of career. You know what I'm saying? Like he told him the type of music that he should be should have been putting out there. You know? Oh, don't nobody want to hear this? You know? Shoot 'em up stuff. We need to bring people to the club. We got to make people feel good and have them dancing and stuff. Yeah. So he did that because I know. I remember um, when Puffy introduced that M2 May song to him, the the sample that that's what where, where the sample of Juicy comes from that um, M2 May song, and um, mm-hmm. he didn't he wasn't feeling it. Biggie wasn't feeling it. He was like, you know, this shit is whack. Like, you know, what is this? Like, I don't want to do this. But you know, Puffy was like, you know, we got to get on the radio. Like, we gotta, you know, make this happen or whatever. And you gonna need a song like this to make it happen. I mean, which he was right. I guess you know in that that era because it did make him pop you know juicy was kind of mellow and laid back and he was talking his stuff or whatever so i mean Word. but but puffy definitely molded him to kind of do he steered him to do what he felt you know he needed to do to become a you know a star for sure mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. for sure yeah man yeah i hate yeah. dms going man he uh that album. What album is is? How's it going down on this album or Flesh on My Flesh? Mm. Nah, it's on this album. It's okay. on this album. Like, okay. come on, bro. Come on, bro. You, hey, you <laughs> hear that melody? You, hey, I'm telling the whole room about to be saying this shit. Yeah. Even, yeah. hey, even if you don't know the whole song, right? When that nigga say politicking with this chicken, wondering if I'm a creeper, everybody, little yeah. hood rat bitch from 25th named Tamika. Name Tamika. <laughs> come on, dog. Like, what? That yeah. Is, come yeah. on, man. man. Shit, everybody know that shit, man. That's it. Come on, bro. Yeah. He was an he icon. Was in his I, hate, I hate it had to fucking end like it ended, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I think when you hear the crazy shit, 
impersonating federal agents. It, you, that end up being the headline, man, when it's a whole legacy. It's like DMX, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. his music is amazing. And then, like, come on, Belly. Like, Belly might not have been your favorite movie, but his performance in that movie is just, like, he's a good actor. Like, he's just a, he was a talented guy, man. Mm, you know, and we lost him. He we was. lost him to, to to drugs, and then we you know we lost him forever. So yeah, man, I hate I hate that man because I really, as much as everybody wanted Nas and Jay to do some more shit, I wanted I wanted I would have wanted a okay DMX and and and, and whole record like mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. We haven't had something in so long, and you know we got something in the beginning of you know the start. You know the money yeah. cash hoes was on volume two. Um, yeah. You know, if he's he's Hov's done shit with Rough Rider since, but it's never been like, you know, he he he's become an artist who knows what the fuck he want and what he want to do with shit. You know what I'm saying? And we we haven't gotten one of those Kanye produced DMX and Jay Z records. Like, could you fucking imagine? Or I, I mean, it's just I don't know, man. I, I hate not Irv. Not Irv was saying in a recent interview he was talking about you know when. They were trying to put together the super group with, um, you know, yeah, DMX. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was I, re- I remember the. I remember the uh, the double XL cover that came out. They they was like they was trying to get that shit out. It wasn't yeah, even out so yet. And they did a cover. It was Ja Rule, DMX, yep. and Jay. And Jay. Uh-huh. Okay, so they said that you know, well, Gotti was saying that everybody was on point to do it. Well, you know, everybody wanted to do it. He said Jay was the one who pulled out. He said Jay was the one who didn't want to do it. He said he was the one who backed away from it. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Are you mad at that? Just, just think about how their careers went. I mean, that's true. Um, but it would it would it have tarnished or slowed them down? Because think about it. Mm-hmm. Every every single last one of the motherfuckers had their own error in this shit. They did. Now Jay Z, yeah. of course, was definitely longer. Mm-hmm. But Jay Z shit didn't start in the beginning of his career. Like I said, that was DMX era for real. Yeah. Even though we got great records, we definitely got great records. But you know, the scene just looked the same. Like we know, we know this Drake era. The fuck? Yeah. Yeah. We know that. We know this. That's Kobe. That's baby Kobe. We know this Drake shit. Like how could mm-hmm. you not? And we mm-hmm. know when the fuck Hove was right before that. That's all Hove. That's how he got to retire because he was just that fucking good. Anything he touched was a hit. They didn't even have to be that great. And he, it was a hit, right? Yeah, yeah. Ja Rule. We had a whole Murder, Inc. Couldn't be stopped era. Like, you couldn't stop them bitches. They doing no, something No, you couldn't J-Lo. stop. I'm telling you. When they the radio. was harmonizing. Exactly. Everywhere, man. You couldn't stop. And then DMX. Like, they all. I don't know if that shit would have worked. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Because back when we used to. killed the whole career. No, yeah, back when we. Their whole career. Yeah, back when we used to listen to the radio, you know it was like a murder eating song. Like they were coming back to back. Oh my yeah, god! Back to back. Yeah, back to back. Yeah. So, I—I yeah, I mean, do you think it would have? I don't know. I, I mean, I—I don't—I I, I don't I know what would have happened. Yeah. I think you put a. I uh, all right. So I think that, and they was gonna call it the murderers, and that, man, that shit wouldn't have been. They wouldn't have been able to market that shit. Like exactly. it's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they market Murder Inc. and they they went through hell for that shit though. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean that's pretty much the downfall of the actual the label. Know, the, 
yeah, they got snitched on, but but they getting looked at. They got a bullseye on their back as they walking around calling themselves murder fucking ink. I mean, just like, like death just, row, death row. Record. Yeah, like it's yeah. just you, you just ain't you ain't you ain't making the you ain't making good on yourself. So mm-hmm. I just think that I just think that that the murderers and then you know maybe DMX could have survived that, but Ja Rule wouldn't have been able to go that deep into it and come out and do that harmonizing shit. This ain't this ain't today's hip hop. Back then we was killing niggas for that shit. Mm-hmm. Like we we let him get away <laughs> with it because it was just good. But you know at first we wasn't going for that shit. Yeah. It took a while for that record to pop because we nah we don't play that shit that singing mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I, I just think I just think that group would have put it it would have put a damper on their careers. I think I, I really think that. I don't you probably would have. You're right. Maybe maybe yeah. somebody had instructed or had advised Jay not to do it or something, and maybe that's why fucking, he pulled out. Probably Lior. Yeah. And, and Kevin Lau's asses. That's who he really listened to apparently yeah. back in the day. So yep. probably fucking Leor and Kevin. And and again, I don't think it was a bad I think it was a good decision. I really do. I really okay. I, as much as I want that shit, when I look at it, it don't look right. If you look at the end of um I wanna say it's the Money Cash Holes remix, at the end of the video, they preview whatever song and they don't go into a lot. You get the beat drop, you hear DMX growl at the beginning, Ja Rule starting to say something, and at the end of the video, all of them are together. It's either at the end of Money Cash Hoes, or it's at the end of Holla Holla Remix, because I used to watch that video all the time, Bleak was in that, it might be at the end of that one. But it's at the end of one of them, and all three of them in the video, and it does not look right. Yeah, yeah. It don't look right. Even Jay Z's picture on the on the album cover is like that's not Jay, bro. Like Jay <laughs> really? back then was Jay was like flashy. Like he he like yeah, he trying he was, to be like yeah. he look like a corner thug right here. He look like one of the workers. That ain't him. That's not. Yeah. It, yeah. I just don't think it would have worked, man. It wouldn't have fucking worked. It sound like it would have, and I get it. But man, just the image wouldn't have been. Nobody would have fucked with it, man. It'd have been one of them things. Like I really like that shit, and it's the only nigga that do. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it, it everything worked out for a reason. It worked out the way it was yeah. supposed to work out. Yeah, yeah. at the What's end up? of the day. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So that was our junkie flashback of the week. As you can tell, I mean, you know, we when we get to talking about our era, we just we just talking about it. We can't stop. But um, so thank you guys for listening to the Junkie Experience podcast and taking the time to you know download and and listen and you know comment and subscribe we definitely appreciate it and um make sure that you check us out you know check out all the latest entertainment news movie reviews television show reviews on junkieexperience.com and follow us on social media all social media at junkie experience so young and where can the people find you uh man you know same old same old on facebook I think that's fb.gg forward slash smackavelli. Um, I'm on twitch.tv forward slash uh, smackavelli with two eyes. I'm on Instagram at uh, smackavelli gaming. And uh, I am on Twitter at uh, smackavelli gaming. All right, all right. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will do this again next week. Have a good one. Peace. Peace.